check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. What? <laughs> oh, man. That's them doing it to him, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, let's go, man. Y'all ready? We ready. Nah, man. Why, why, why do you do that, man? Why, 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 why are you gonna go and do that, B? Wait, they gonna have Idris Elba play Knuckles? Hold on. All right, where um in Sonic? Oh, yeah, I'm about to watch that. All right, let's go. Oh, Suicide Squad already out. Yeah. All right, that was trash. I heard the same thing. I'm gonna watch I like the first one. First one. Yeah, was that good. was good. I'm gonna watch it though. I probably watch it today. I'm gonna watch that documentary today. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. Time for the number one sports podcast in the world. It's time for sports for you. Let's go, let's go. Live on Facebook and YouTube. While I'm John. We got Mark in the house. What up with it? We got Nick Freeze. What it do, what it do. And the man on the board, of course, the Pie Father himself. Mr. Ben Ready. That's him. We live on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and like Sports View Podcast and Townhouse Media on, on Facebook and YouTube. So follow us on Instagram at Smokes for You Podcast and Townhouse Media now. And of course, if you listen to it on digitally on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and Rebel, make sure you subscribe and share. Nice to get into today on this Tuesday, second Tuesday edition of in Mar- in August. What? I was going to say in March and August. I'm not thinking March Madness already. Just minor summer league. Everything's because every because everything. This is the first time we had summer league and preseason football and MLB baseball all happening at the same time. It's crazy. But I'm not to get into um. Brothers, how y'all feeling today? Mark, how you feeling, brother? I'm as good as can be right now. That's mentally, good. That's mentally, good. Go, mentally going crazy, but it's all right. You'll be better, brother. You'll be you'll be all right. Being ready, how you feeling, man? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm doing good, man. Doing good, man. You know, uh, just living, enjoying I, life, man. This charger life, man. Okay. Yeah, well, that's how we're gonna live. that, man. Oh, it's about to be a bad connection. Hey, we can't hear uh, him no, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, bro. He's muted. I, Nick Reese, how you feeling, man? Everything's <laughs> going good, man. Can't complain. And that same here, same here. Red Nation. So let's <laughs> let's just start there. We, we, I see, I see the show is starting off pretty violently right now. So let's just start off there. <laughs> um, so the show episode sixty one we titled it Fan Fest because. This past weekend, sports for you hit the last forty-eight hours. Sports for you been on the road. We were just recently Sunday at the the great SoFi Stadium in the city of Inglewood, California, at Ram at Chargers. I'm sorry, at Chargers Fan Fest. I'm sorry, B. Don't mute my mic. You know what I'm saying so at 
the Chargers. <laughs> okay, at the char- at the Chargers fan fest in practice, got to see quarterback Justin Herbert, the reigning offensive rookie of the year, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Saw first round pick Rashawn Slater, second round pick Asante Samuel Jr. Saw my former guy from the Broncos, Chris Harris Jr. Yeah, saw Derwin James. Actually, got an interception. On, in practice on, on Justin Herbert. So I'm surprised never mind, I can't say that on there. Go ahead. But it was a great day. Um so shout out to all shout out to B, myself, Nick, we was there. Shout out to Miss Lisa who was who offered your boy an extra ticket. And we was in the building. Shout out to Linda, she was in the building. This is the only venue in Los Angeles or yeah. in NFL community where you had a Broncos fan, two Raiders fans, two Chargers fans. Mm-hmm. And there was no fight. Shout out to the cookies. Don't you see? I'm seeing now. So that's so that's how we <laughs> and that, that's how we start now. Yeah, that's how we start. Can we say that? So uh, yeah, trying to. Yeah, she's in the comments too. I bet, man. <laughs> she probably. Oh, yeah, she just, she said mute me earlier for when I said uh, who needs a charger. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, but in today interesting weekend. Yeah, it was. By the way, yeah. it was interesting because producer being ready, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Our resident Chargers fan. Let's ask you because y'all. Um, when I'm, I'm not trying. I'm trying everything I can to avoid that topic. You know what I'm saying? Um, what was it like, man? This you, you obviously are a Chargers fan, and you get the. Oh wow! Is this all you allowed to lead? Lead the lead the six one nine. Wait, what? Is this song how to leave San Diego? Oh man, I'm about to say something else. Nah, I didn't say that. That's why I said three numbers, not two. I felt like a, I felt like I was in San Diego. This song is trash. Wow. That's why the Chargers curse because of that song. So, man, Jesus. So, but being right. Wow. <laughs> So this is this is how the show this is how the show gonna be all all, all this, the next, best, this is how the next two hours is gonna go, huh? Yeah. And the, the best thing for San Diego is Ron Burgundy, man. Huh? Say it again, Mark. Okay, best thing out of muted, San huh? Diego. <laughs> the best thing out of San Diego is Ron Burgundy, man. Wow, he just he said best thing out of San Diego was Ron Burgundy. Stay, ain't stay, ain't stay about nothing. Hey, that's called Ron Burgundy. <laughs> stay classy, San Diego. Stay classy, San Diego. I, I, I thought that we saw this. I thought we had this. So I can have Ron Burgundy. I thought we saw the Scotch Scotch earlier. Oh, yeah. Scotch Scotch Scotch. <laughs> That's funny. Can I ask you two? Yes, sir. You two not being Chargers fan. Uh-huh. Being being y'all first time being at the stadium. What was y'all thoughts on the stadium? It was excellent. It was man. It was like a. It looked like a a, a spaceship. I mean, I know that's what they call the Raiders stadium. They call it the, the Death Star because it's yeah. like in Star Wars. Star Wars. But so far, it was man. It yeah, was a whole, that stadium is dope. They're most definitely. It was definitely worth the five billion that Silent Stan, you know, had the cough up to make sure okay. he got the Rams here, and then eventually the Chargers came along a year later. It was worth five the five bills. Yeah, that stadium is most definitely off the chain. They most definitely need to uh, upgrade their Wi-Fi though, but they're okay and their parking. Oh, that whole well, we're so that, that's something different. We'll leave yeah. that. We'll you'll say that for see, later. See yeah. what happened? <clears throat> excuse me. What happened was. Just for that day, we you know we we walked in through the VIP way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that wasn't the way we were supposed to go in. Right. Mm. So that's why we was all out of whack. Oh, okay. But for the most part, um, 
it's it's a lot in there. Like it, it it's so it was so much stuff going on. I didn't even I didn't even know all that other stuff was going on. Well, yeah. the concert, yeah, the they concert. had yeah uh, the rock group, um, Offspring. You know, pretty five for a white guy. They was performing a concert outside wait, the stadium. Wait, 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 wait. wait. The Chargers. That's the name of the group. They had pretty fly for a white guy performing. The, the yeah. song he they performed oh the song. God. Offspring performed. Oh my god, they have a bad year. Hey, nah. <laughs> hey, y'all tripping? Hey, he said, yeah, he said just because y'all, y'all tripping. Say y'all preseason concerts are gonna be the dictator to how y'all season gonna go. Uh, Mm-hmm. Y'all wild, Pause. y'all wilding on the offspring. They, they song "Self Esteem" is a classic. Yeah, that song was dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <clears throat> it took me a while to realize who they were at first. Hey, shout out to Tax. He said, "Jerry Roll, Wi-Fi, the truth." <laughs> well, we need to come borrow some of that technology, man. Yeah, because they Wi-Fi was terrible. We might as well have some Dixie cups in this and, and uh, some strings. <laughs> oh, man, I mean, huh? I'm under. I mean, where's their Wi-Fi at? I mean, they don't go there with the Cowboys. You know, I know they're on, they're on Hard Knocks starting tonight. That fact, in 30 minutes, HBO. So, after y'all watch sports for you, go back and watch Hard Knocks on Demand on HBO Max. Most definitely. Um, definitely. Wait, so um, where exactly was the um, – they, they performing outside? They was performing outside, right? Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so where, behind us where we were? Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know where they was out. No, they wasn't there. They must have been in the front of the stadium. It, it had, had to be, be in the front because not the way we – where we exited. It had to be like – so where you can see the stadium probably from Manchester off of Prairie, yeah, I, I think off of Prairie somewhere, yeah, yeah over in that area. Yeah. Shop the SoCal, and this dude, this he's dude, a charge, not a Chargers fan. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Go ahead. This oh, he said what I missed. Did y'all y'all seen the dude that ate the beetle? This guy. Wait, wait, everybody. I did. I did. Wait, everybody. I did. There's y'all got to tell this story. I didn't. I didn't see this happen. This happened when I was uh when I went to go get food. So. Okay, so. As Offspring is performing, a beetle flew on the stage. No, not, no, that, that was who, it was, that was Offspring. That was, the, that was the first group. Okay, whoever who the was. whoever the first group was that performed in the that group pre, wasn't bad either. Shout pre, out to that group. You know, in the pre fan in the fan fest concert outside the stadium, mm-hmm. a beetle flew on the stage, and one of the performers grabbed it by bare hand, and he challenged some one of the fans in the crowd to. Eat the bug. No, pause. no, no, no. Is that how it went? Nah. I mean, now tell me how it went because right, I just so, saw the dude eat the bu- eat the beetle. Pause. So, Ooh, so, so, man. So, so while he was performing, and y'all seen it was beetles crazy. Oh yeah, yeah it was where we were sitting at. It was too. Okay, yeah. so the beetle flew on his hand on stage. He like, and he screamed. He like, oh my god! I'm like, yo, what happened? So he had the beetle on him, and then he was talking to the crowd like, should I eat it? And he was like, they was like, no, no. no. So he was like, no, I'm not going to eat it. And then he handed it to dude. Dude was like, just give it to me. Now, he didn't say that he was going to eat it. He was just like, just give it to me. Pause. Mm-hmm. And then he grabbed the beetle and he proceeded to eat the beetle, man. It was it was crazy. And the dude so was so disgusted. It, yeah. Yeah. He ate, he, ate the, he ate the beetle's juice. Wow. Um, and... and, and and it actually threw dude off his rocker because it, it it really he wasn't ready for that. Yeah. I was watching from inside the stadium and I wasn't ready for that. I don't think old boy who ate the beetle was ready for that because his face most definitely showed that he was not prepared. Whatever happened when he chewed that beetle didn't didn't work. I guess he liked the beetle's juice. But here's another thing: Did he get rewarded for that? I mean, did you get some free tickets? I think uh, he did. I think he some merch or something. Um, uh, somebody um gave him some. So the beetle squirt in his mouth. Wait, time, whoa, time out. Pause, man. Hey, 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 SoCal says shout out to Beetle Boards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, for everybody that don't know, Beetle Boards was like super cool for like 
two years. Wow. I remember they had a uh they had a uh the uh, the main dude, I forgot the dude looked like Elvis. He was up on there um during the little uh parade they had um the Macy's Day parade. I remember that. That was crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh Lisa said John just ate cookies and not Beatles. Man, see this one <laughs> All right. All right. So this is we, we're not we're, see this is not what this is what we're not gonna do right now, man. Okay. Right. Tips. <laughs> I see now there's no way I'm gonna avoid this story. Yeah. Let me just let's just it's, go ahead it's so it's so much more it's so much worse. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I see. There's just, no just way. Just keep going. Just keep going, John. Just keep going. John. Thank you, because I know there's. Because she's gonna bring this up all night. I don't know why, but um, it was a good. It was a good why. venue. The vibe. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good venue. The vibe was just was was impeccable. Just being, you know, inside SoFi, being around fans for the first time in like a, in over a year. What did you win? Oh, so. As me and our South and Lisa and South and Linda, we walked around the concourse mm-hmm. and we went over by the, the team store that was open inside, you know, outside of the, you know, the concourse. Because obviously the the re- the regular team store is closed on game days and event days. So there's there was a, a booth and a guy who's obviously promoting, you know, selling the, you know, tours to tour the stadium. And they're giving away opportunities for for free passes to tour SoFi. You tour the stadium, you tour everywhere in the stadium, go in the locker rooms, and you have to hit, I think, three, you have to throw three out of four footballs onto the, in the bullseye. Mm-hmm. And your boy How far was away clutched. was the bullseye? It wasn't far, I mean, it wasn't far for for the amount of attempts I had. John, you you, Yo. you, you, my, you my boy and everything, but man, that, that throw was trash. Yo, I mean, yeah, that, that was, that was cra- it worked, but that was crazy. Hey, <laughs> hey man, hey. Pause. It happens when you have Tim Tebow as your quarterback from all those years, Pause. Man, that didn't help nothing to, um, after that. Pause. That was, that was insane. Yeah, that was crazy. So, um, so that's, so I won... I qual not for anyone. I qualified. I qualified for a chance to you know tour the stadium free for free for, for oh, free passes. Cool. So I might be touring SoFi real real soon, oh, and I cool, will dude. not do it in Chargers gear. Lisa, I don't care what y'all say. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh man, she wants me to yeah wear Chargers gear. No, I'm not. Hey, shout out to um, they had a when we uh, went to the uh, training camp today. They had a. Like a clearance sale, like they give you like a you pay it's a hundred bucks, and you get a bag full of like charger stuff. Like it, it was a lot. Like it was enough for uh, huh? What well, say? They should have paid y'all to take that for. You, now, so like <laughs> I. <laughs> I can't hear your shit. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Uh, so you saying B that they had a, a merch? They had some. Yeah, the clear. They had a clearance sale on the merch. Is that what you were saying, B? Well, uh, they had merch. Yeah. So it was like uh, in there, I, I had got it was a it was a Chargers windbreaker, uh. Um, a jersey. It was uh, some shorts, right? Uh, um, one of those wet, dry shirts. Uh, two of those, yeah, yeah. It a was two long dry sleeve fish. one and a, and a uh, short sleeve one. Mm-hmm. 
It was like two of them. It, it was a bunch of good stuff in there. Uh, a pair of socks. Well, couldn't find out when I left. I only had one sock in there. I was pissed. It was only one sock. It was only one sock. Oh, that's man. trash. Wow. Hey, 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 yo, Chargers, man. Yeah, that was yeah, that was crazy. Hey, Chargers, don't you? You could you don't you don't do that to your season ticket holders. Yeah, that's crazy. Nah, you can't. You know what I'm saying. Nah, you can't but, do uh, that. But for, oh, it, it came with a couple other things. The Raiders wouldn't do that. It, it was it, it was a probably. Oh yeah, and the yeah. beanie too. Oh yeah, I got a beanie. And the beanie. The beanie. Um, yeah, the Raiders, Raiders probably gave you Glocks and bulletproof vests. Hey man. By the way, the so I didn't fitted you more. By the way, they, the Raiders um, fan fest was going on at the same time. Someone, oh, for real. Someone said that I saw someone posted on social media that. The Raiders fan fest have more fans than a than a Chargers regular season game. Well, uh, it's, it's San, Diego, San Diego Chargers. Well, you you gotta understand, man. Look, That's crazy. L.A. don't L.A. don't even have a team. So even no matter who, if the Raiders played the Rams, it's gonna look like a Raiders game. They may it may look more like a char. I mean, a uh, Rams than than the Chargers would, but still. Yeah, the Raiders they got they got L.A. Uh, locked down. Only LA team to uh, win the Super Bowl. Shout out to them. Yeah, so but it it was a good experience being there. I I'm, I can't wait to go back for actual game. I'm I want to be there for my Broncos when they play January second. So if, you know if anyone has tickets at Jay Watson zero nine eight four on Twitter and Instagram, mm. and I'll let your boy. Obviously, it was just a good venue. I'm just saying the, the food. I mean, let me tell you something. Hey Pepsi. Hey so far, first of all, I love Pepsi. I'm not paying six dollars for no for no twenty ounce. I'm sorry. And, and look, and not even just that, they didn't even have uh, tops for your cups. Like wow. that was crazy. Then we, we got a um, huh? Um, <laughs> chill, chill, Mark. Come on, man. Because we uh we got the souvenir cups, and the souvenir cups they didn't come with no uh no tops for the sodas. Now that now I can only say that they uh they didn't prepare. <laughs> For uh, they didn't think it was gonna be that many people there, I guess, which is sad because I don't know how you run out of lids. Well, that means it never had any. Well, I say this: when the Rams first year at um, so when the Rams had their first year at the Coliseum, mm-hmm. there were some times where they where the Coliseum ran out of water. Whoa! Well, and, they're not. Well, for one thing, that it's, it's possible because they're so used to uh to the college crowd, so it's, it's very possible. But they weren't. They didn't. You know they didn't, you know, cap the seats. You know what I'm saying? They were still yeah. having, they were still having the seats. Like if it was an SE game, which was no. like, over, but that, but that was the way they sold the tickets. Is what I'm saying. I mean, no, it wasn't no sellout like at an SE game normally, but um, they should have, you know, basically had, you know, better resources. In the first year, it was a mess, but obviously, I know they got better years after that, and I know they're not going to have that issue while they're in, you know, while they're, you know, in um. At SoFi because now they're the owners. They were basically they were still the tenants in the Coliseum, just like oh yeah, that's so true. So now they have control over you know what they can have you know distributed in the in regards to the concession stands. Mm-hmm. But it was a good day. I'm, I, I enjoy I enjoyed my time there, um, and I can't wait to go back. Thank you, being ready, Nick, for having us. Obviously, it was just a good vibe. So, shout out to everybody, and let's just have a good football season. Yeah, most definitely. Um, let's go ahead and get into some other topics. Um, let's get it. The the Olympics are officially have officially closed. USA wins in the medal count, and they had the most gold. They had the most golds. They had the most silvers. They had the most bronze. They had the most medals. Period. I'm not even surprised. 
and it was a landslide. They had over 110 medals. I think China was second, and they had like 86. Are you kidding me? USA kills in um in like track and field every every time. Uh, in Jamaica. Yeah, that I'm gonna say that in Jamaica. Them, those are the two most definitely that um if anybody's gonna win in that in the track and field's gonna be either USA or Jamaica. But I think USA is a little bit more consistent than Jamaica is because Jamaica they like every couple of years they have a uh they have somebody come out there and just be killing everybody and obviously the gold medal went to team usa in basketball on the men's and the women's side i'm not even i'm not even impressed either still not impressed that team was terrible and um Brittany garner they, uh, they, they they the women's side the women they always gonna win the, the women's side they're, they they're unstoppable seven straight gold medals she made history Y'all, y'all see she made history. What she do? Uh, first woman to win to hit thirty points in the Olympics. Oh, for real? Yeah, oh, that's dope. Yeah, she hit 30 I never knew that. And it's crazy because you think of so many great Hall of Famers who've been on Team USA, whether it's Pam or it's Pam McGee, Cynthia Cooper, Lisa Leslie, Lobo, Don Stanley was the coach. I mean, I mean it's, it's it's dope. But you gotta remember this too: like each scoring thirty in the Olympics is crazy because and, it hasn't been that many. Um, I mean, men that scored 30. It's probably like about like less than 10. But the crazy part is she's on the team with Diana Taurasi. Did you see how Taurasi was clowning an old, uh, old girl that was Gardner? Yeah, she was like, this is really, this is really like. She, really- look, it was so bad, the referee and the coach started laughing at her. It was like, Taurasi felt like y'all was insulting her intelligence, putting this person on her. Yeah. That was like when uh, Muggsy Bowles was guarding Jordan. Yeah, that, that's exactly what that was. That was that's exactly exactly it's the same picture almost everything. So also Team USA took home some medals in track. Allison Phoenix, we salute you, Queen. Most definitely. The most decorated US track and field Olympian, mm-hmm. surpassing Carl Lewis with twelve. Now that she has now eleven medals, track and field medals, and she's second all time in Olympics overall. So Salute to out to the great Allison Felix for please, that. Please play Carl Lewis uh, singing the national anthem. Oh God, no! Please not. <laughs> please not. No, 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 no. I heard. Well, by the way, I heard that the other day. Someone that was playing it. I think it was well, the anniversary of that the other day. But he played the Rockets. So I might not be. Uh oh. Remember the, the the part with the yeah, kids that was, was funny. Like, uh oh, we all get together now. Uh, Lisa said, "Uh, she's my friend's goddaughter." Wow, small effort. Man, well, first of all, Lisa, what do you who who do you who do you know? Because you, you was telling us at the at Fan Fest you that that you was Nipsey's preschool teacher. Yep, that's how we grew up in Inglewood, man. That's dope, though. That's really dope. So yeah, but um. Uh, Alice, she's she's Allison Felix. So yeah, it was. It, like I said, I'm glad you two Team USA won. They won a lot, and obviously they dominated in the swimming as well. Oh yeah, that's it. It was just a good Team USA just came in here to dominate. Now we move on to 2024 in Paris. Um, let me ask you guys this: When it comes to men's basketball, do you think Pop's one and done? Yep. Oh yeah, he's done. I think he's gonna retire from basketball before the, the next Olympics come out and come back around. I think you retire after next year. Yeah, if the Spurs don't make the playoffs next year, he's out of there. Well, I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna deal with uh with three years in a row. And I think uh, uh what's her name gonna take over for his job? 
Either her or Tim Duncan. So, yeah, one of them two, most definitely. So let's handicap who we think will be the coach. Who's going to be the next coach of Team, U- uh, Team USA? John Calipari. Mark, who you think? Mm. That's a that's a good choice right there, dog. Yeah. Nick Saban. So obviously, Coach K is going to be re- – because Coach K is retiring this year. Yeah, he's done. That's what I'm saying. So, as I said, John Calipari. That's the only person I could think of. Yeah, probably uh, Calipari. Yeah. What about Steve Kerr? No. Steve never. Steve Kerr could barely coach the Warriors, so no. Okay. I don't think so. You only Steve Kerr. Let me ask you this. Let's just handicap from this team. Uh huh. We know Tatum will be back. Yes. We probably think Devin Booker. Devin Booker will most definitely be back. Do we think KD comes back for uh, or one more? Or you think he's, this is it? Um, when's When's the next one? Twenty twenty four in Paris. And Three how old will he, will he be around that time? Thirty five. Probably mid thirty five. He like thirty five, thirty six. Um, I don't think he goes to that one. Okay. I'm not saying that uh, he's not going to be capable of going. I just don't think at that point in his career that he will want to go. Um, how many goals he have? He has three. He has oh. more than everybody else, right? He's tied with Melo. He's yeah. Also, you he think going. he might try to go for the uh? He going. Go for the what you call it? He think he yep. go for the uh, fourth one? Yep. Um, you know what's crazy though is to think that this team actually could have been way better if, like, if they wouldn't like the amount of athleticism this team really could have had would have been ridiculous. Imagine if they would have actually if Zion would have said yeah, or that's, like Ja Morant. That, and those are the guys who are definitely going. They're definitely going to be on the twenty four. Oh, they're definitely going to be at that one. I There's no that's, doubt about that. Trey Young, Trey, yeah, I'd say Trey Young. Uh, who else? Um, I think by that time, um, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, about to say Anthony Edwards, or you never know. Uh, uh, what's the old boy from um, the Rockets that got um, this was balling? Uh, Green, Jalen Green. He's pretty good. He may be. He may be one of those players in about four years that's going to be a top notch player, and he might be eligible to go there. So you never I know. Think, maybe maybe I, a Kay Cunningham. That's what or, I'm about to um, say. I think I think Kay Cunningham, Evan Mobley, and uh, Green. Jalen yeah. Suggs, Jalen Suggs, yeah. I think all of them have that potential to go. Um, let me see some other guys that. Uh, I don't think Jeremy Grant will get a chance to go again. This is his, he's one and done. Yeah, I don't think he um, gets that chance again. I think that young kid from uh, uh, um, San Antonio not not going no more. He no, on, no, he, he not, only made it because his it coach is the um is the uh is know, the coach exactly. So uh, I don't think, think he makes y'all it. Y'all think what about Dane? I can um, see him coming back. I can see him. I can see him doing that too. He could be like the veteran. Yeah, like like you know, do the do be the uh the old veteran on the team. You know, to keep everybody together. Here's the theory people are throwing out. Mm-hmm. What if Steph joins just to be on the be the veteran guy because it is international play and his game is actually perfect for the international game. And he, he has not he, competed. He should have been in it this year. To be honest, mm-hmm. now if they and if they would have had Curry on this team, oh my god, <laughs> oh man, it would have been crazy. What about Harden? Uh, nope. I think James Harden's not going to uh, be at the next one. I think I think James Harden may be done with uh well international play. Kyrie. Even even though his game Kyrie. is very much like that. Kyrie, I don't think Kyrie even knows if he's gonna play basketball in the NBA next year. So who knows what he's gonna do. Good point. I don't think I don't think I, I think this might have been the last year that we've seen like those players from this era. Like K D there. I don't think we're gonna see no more of them being the stars of the team no more. Like if K D nah. go to the next one, I think he gonna be He had a mellow role. Yep. Yep. You're gonna have a mellow role, and, and this is gonna be the same way with uh, 
Uh, like y'all said, Dame. That's yep. why I think I think 2024 is gonna be the year we start seeing a lot of these younger kids start taking dudes, over there. These young these young cats are athletic out there too. They like, mm-hmm. this gonna be crazy. It's gonna be like how it was when you seen USA's the dunk on everybody back in the day and all that crazy stuff with the uh the skill that everybody had. That's why Calipari be a good coach. That's a, that's exactly why I said it. Oh my god! If he he knows he knows how to deal with these young players. I put it like this: if Calipari is is on there, y'all might as well. It's just, over. Their recruiting is gonna go all the way up. I don't think somebody else they probably be added to that. Um, what coaching? Well, no, to the team. Well, what about um, what about what's it called? It um, Jalen Brown. Yeah, I can, I, I can see Jalen Brown making. Obviously, it. with no Tatum, he he could definitely be there. I mean, I think they both can make it on the team. I, I mean, honest. I mean, with no, I mean Durant, he'll probably with no Durant. Yeah, most definitely, they 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 both can make it. I'm trying to think who else. Um, ooh, the the thing that's gonna hurt um USA team. Well, I don't know because what's his name isn't considered a uh, is he considered a U, uh, United States citizen? Um, who's that? DeAndre Ayton. He's he's from the Bahamas. Okay, right. so yeah, he's good. He'll be able to he'll be able to play for uh, Team USA. So that could be uh, uh, somebody that could play for uh, Team USA as a center uh, later on. But that's um, why I said who, Evan Mobley. Yep, Evan Mobley. Um, who else I could think of? Um, Carl Anthony Towns. Maybe. Carl Anthony. Ta- oh yeah, if Carl Anthony Towns joins uh, Team USA. That'd be crazy too. But yeah, we got three more years because obviously they're going to have the Olympics in twenty twenty four. Um, let's. I want to <laughs> recap a story we talked about last week. In, th- I, in three years, Carthony Town will be like 27 years old. And he still haven't reached his prime yet. That's crazy. Re- that's ridiculous. So last week, I talked to you guys about Charles Barkley. He was on um, on the record with, with Bob Costas. And he talked about a couple of things. He talked about the vaccine, vaccines. He talked about his friendship with Michael Jordan. B, I just sent a clip to our Telegram. Great. Cue that up real quick. Um, there was a discussion that he had in the chat. I sent in the chat out that I forgot to bring up last week. And this is his... His opinion on LeBron James. So Charles Barkley was asked about LeBron's legacy, and he said this. This is Charles Barkley last week on HBO with Bob Costas. Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. LeBron is amazing. Uh, he is What he's done in the community is amazing. The reason uh, I, I give Jordan the edge, and I'm never going to say it in a, actually, in fairness, I haven't even put LeBron past Kobe. Let's get that out the way. I want to be fair. All right. The reason I put Michael up there before those other guys, LeBron has stacked his teams. Let's be realistic. And As Kevin Durant did and others have done. And that's that why. And, their legacy? Yes. Russell Westbrook now on his way. It's a trade, but on his yes. way to the Lakers. Uh, so I do. Uh, like, what Giannis... And Dirk Nowitzki, guys like that, especially Giannis is the perfect example, to go through the grind and to lose, which Michael did. Mm -hmm. When I was watching that documentary, I was like, damn, I forgot how bad the Pistons beat him up. But what he, going through that struggle, that's what separates sports. Like, winning all the time. Like, we all want to win. But the struggle is part of your legacy. And what Giannis did this year, what Michael doing... When the Bulls, when the Pistons beat the hell out of him for three or four straight years, and he's like, no, I'm going to keep getting better. I'm going to keep getting better. That's the difference in my opinion. All right. That's Charles Barkley on on the record with Bob Costa. Are you kidding me? All right, Mark. I'll let you, you go should've, first, man. You should have you should have played the real with me. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Mark. I'm going to let you and Nick have, the, have this, add this first because y'all went pretty much – 
Y'all basically, y'all just luckily Charles just said luckily Charles Barkley was in the group chat because he wouldn't like what he heard. So I'm gonna let y'all go at it first, and I'm, I'm gonna I'll, clean it up. I'll, I'll let Mark go first. Um, uh, let us start with where he started at. As much as I love Kobe, uh, LeBron is over Kobe. Let, yes. Let's, let's let's be fair and get that out the way. I I even um, said that. Uh, now I got Jordan as the best of whoever did it, but. Uh, the reason why Barkley is saying it, I, I don't agree with because we look at LeBron's first seven years in Cleveland. That was a struggle. And he got them to the finals. He got them to playoffs every year with a team that probably shouldn't, that probably shouldn't have been there. Uh, however, only difference is, is, uh, Jordan, I mean, LeBron didn't get a, a pippin in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? LeBron wasn't wasn't drafted with a team with Shaq on there. So, mm. so of course you're going to uh you want to win. So if you I think a lot of these people wanted LeBron to stay in Cleveland so he wouldn't win because he knew that they knew that the owner and the GM wasn't getting no help. LeBron couldn't even get a J.R. Smith out there. He got Mo Williams. Nick, go ahead, brother. Um <laughs> let me tell y'all something. Um do everybody remember what team that Charles Barkley was drafted to? The Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so I'm looking at that roster right now. Uh-huh. Um, there's a couple of players on here. Uh-huh. Who are Hall of Famers. Like. Three of them, right? Three of them? Um, I believe so. I believe it is three. Like. I'm, 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 I'm going to go through the whole roster. Like. Uh, there, there's definitely a couple of pauses on these names. But uh, Leon Wood, Sam Williams, Andrew Toney. Could be a Hall of Famer. Mm, Clint Richardson. Moses Malone is in the Hall of Fame. First, first, no, I said, uh, yeah, Clint Richardson. Clint Richardson. Not Quentin. Not not Quentin. Shout out to Q. Shout out to Q. So, for these people that don't know who Moses Malone is, these young kids, Moses Malone at one point was the best player in the NBA. He was the first player drafted out of high school. First player drafted out of high school. This dude put up ridiculous numbers straight out of high school. He is the re- uh, known as the rebound monster. This dude was a, a multiple-time MVP, switched teams and won MVP. This dude hey, was no joke. You and he was most definitely on the team with Charles Barkley. Can I do a what if right quick? Go ahead. What if Moses Malone never gets traded from Houston to Philly? And he ends up playing with Akeem Olajuwon. Whoa. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest with you. At that time, they probably wouldn't even drafted um, Hakeem Olajuwon. Because um, if they would have had him up over there and um, still had uh, uh, Ralph Sampson, they wouldn't have drafted him. I would have traded Ralph Sampson the first minute. Then I knew I can get Akeem. I'm sorry. I have to agree. <laughs> as soon as I, if I knew I, I mean, get they Akeem, was going to do that regardless. If I knew, I mean, cause, yeah, because they almost could have had Jordan. But <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Let's not talk about Keep that going. right now. Keep going. So, uh, Bobby Jones. George jo- George Johnson. Bobby Jones uh, in Hall of Fame, right? Yes. Yes. Clement Johnson. That's two. Steve Hayes. Julius Irvin. Dr. J. The Hall of Famer, right? The man who was Jordan in the league before Jordan. The man who pretty much dominated, what was that, the ABA? Yes. For years. For with years. Them, with them dope nuts jerseys. Man, them jerseys are so dope. First dude, the, the guy from the free throw line. Man, this with dude, the fro. this dude was amazing. He was ahead of his time with all aspects of his game. And pause. Maurice Cheeks, Hall of Famer. He's in the Hall of oh, Fame, by the way. That's four. And then, yeah, that's four. 
And the fifth one being Charles Barkley. Who is in the Hall of Fame. Who was a rookie at this time. So you mean to tell me you got drafted to a team that pretty much had four Hall of Famers before you even stepped on the court? And five if Andrew Tony never got hurt. So that would have been six. That would have been six Hall of Famers on this team. Dudes don't know about Andrew. Dudes don't know about Andrew Tony. Go look up Andrew, Andrew. Tony. Andrew Tony. Go look up. Nice. Man, yeah. go look up Andrew Tony, man. Yeah. Then, how did how did he get out of over there from the 76ers? How'd that happen, John? He got he forced a trade to the Phoenix Suns for one Jeff Hornacek. But, that, but he, that's so not, wait, wait, wait. That's not where he was supposed to go, though. He was supposed to go to the Lakers. And it, I think he was going to, it was a trade where he was going to send him to the Lakers for James Worthy. If Ooh. I'm not mistaken. Woo. Uh, Lord. <laughs> now, no Yo. So against, no wonder he's so against LeBron and these super teams. He he was denied. He got denied. That would have been a super team in L.A., right? He was going to the like. The word was he was getting traded to the Lakers for James Worthy. Okay, that would have been a super I don't know. team. Now. I didn't know. I didn't know it was James Worthy. I thought James Worthy was going to stay on the team. I thought. Now I don't know if it was when he was in Phoenix or when he left Philly, but he was. There was a deal that was pretty much in that was pretty much verbally agreed upon where Charles Barkley was getting traded for James Worthy. Barkley didn't answer his phone and they missed the deadline. Damn. Are you kidding me? Google, Google, yeah, it. That's crazy. Google it. Charles Barkley, James Worthy. I'm guarantee you. That's crazy. That would have that would have been insane. So look, so Barkley would have been a Laker. Look, so his, Magic. His first. Well, that wouldn't mm. last long. But uh, but then he would have Shaq and Kobe. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the Adi Zero Adios Pro Two, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Oh, man, that would have been crazy. Um, So you had the, you was on a super team and it didn't work. Right. Did, they, did, they go to, did they go to the finals any of the time he was there with, uh, with the 76ers? No, they went before he got there, right? When no, they, they lose in the finals, they lost in eighty two. They lost the ball. They lost the. They they lost the eighty two to the. Well, they lost obviously in eighty to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And then I think they lost. Yeah, then they lost again. Then there was the four. They won the the four 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 team one. Mm-hmm. But not they. But they they were that, that was before they, Barkley. Yeah, I was say they. I think they had won like a, like a year or two before he had got there. Like they they had basically just won not too long before he came up over there. Uncle Kevin said, "Didn't he have to go get Rodman from the Pistons? Meaning the Bulls? Well, yeah, they just well actually the Spurs got Rodman for Sean Elliott. Yeah, and then yeah, then he ended up over there. And then the Bulls are trading for Will Purdue. Now going, look, Nick. now he goes over there to Phoenix, right? Right. Who's over there in Phoenix? Kevin Johnson, who should be in the Hall of Fame. Who else is over there? Dan Marley. Who else is over there? Danny Ainge. Who else? Um, Tom, Tom Tom Chambers is there, right? Yeah, and." Yeah, so that was look. Tom even before Chambers, he got up over there, that Oliver was still a pretty. Good, that was still a pretty good team. Richard Dumas, 
that was still a pretty good team before he got there, and, and what, he, what he brought to the team made them even better. Gerard Mustaf. Mm-hmm. Now, they go to the finals, right? Yes. They lose. In six. So, what happens a couple years later? He gets traded to the Houston Rockets. Wait, wait, wait. And what year was that? That was 96. 90, 96, after he, after he had won his second gold medal with the 96 Olympics, he got traded. So, for everybody who don't remember who was on that seven, oh, I'm about to say the 76 was again, the uh, Houston Rockets team. I could have swore they still had um, Hakeem Olajuwon, right? Yeah, some guy named Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler? And they traded Barkley for Robert Ory and Sam Cassell. Didn't they eventually get um, Scottie Pippen over there, too? Yeah, after Jordan retired for the second time, Scottie Pippen got traded over there for Roy Rogers. Is that a cowboy? Not the receiver. No, that's Roy Williams. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought but, it was um, Rodney Rogers. No, nah, it wasn't Rodney Rogers. Rodney Rogers was a, was was a problem. Trust yeah. me. Don't remind. Don't act, don't ask how I know. Uh, so yes, it, exactly. it it seems as if that Charles Barkley has always been on these super teams, but they weren't considered super because they never won. They never won. And he, I just be clear, he don't like LeBron. And oh Mark, yeah. And Mark said it. If you don't like LeBron, just go ahead and, and say it. And the great LZ Granderson, shout out, who's no longer with ESPN. Congratulations on your new endeavors. Mm-hmm. He said it when he heard it. I'm like, just be clear. Just come out and just say it. you don't like LeBron. Yeah. Well, they had I mean, they had they had uh, issues uh, earlier in LeBron's career, right? Yeah. yeah and then yeah, was, not too long ago, when he was over there at Cleveland, you remember uh, when LeBron reminded everybody how how much of a uh, of a uh, pos? Yeah, yeah that uh, Charles Barkley really is. Yeah, and, yeah. And we threw the guy out the window, and then cause I remember it was during Super Bowl week. Dion was on first take, and he said he didn't like what LeBron said. He didn't like what Charles said. Now, see, I'm, I'm saying Dion's friends with with Charles, so yeah, of course. But um, it was just like uh, with, with with Barkley. I and also also think this, and I was thinking about this today. I I talked about it last week how he you know he feels bad about how his friendship ended with Michael Jordan. Uh huh. I always wonder is he sometimes trying to say this stuff to pander to Jordan's ego. Then maybe Jordan will forgive him. Jordan don't. Jordan don't forgive. Just be clear, he don't forgive nothing. Um, you know what I really think it is though. Seriously, what's that? I really think that when Charles Barkley sees LeBron, yeah, he probably sees what he could have done. Mm-hmm. You know, because Charles Barkley was Charles Barkley. Whole thing was was that he wasn't in shape. You know, he didn't take the game as serious as he need as he needed to be. And maybe if he took the game a little bit more seriously, maybe he would have took these teams to the next level. And he probably sees what LeBron is doing, and he's like, man, you know, LeBron's over here just physically dominating everybody, you know. I used to do the same thing. Like, why, can you why, why, why can't I do all this? Why, 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 how he figured out how to do it and I couldn't? Hey, can you imagine if LeBron would have got drafted to a team that had a team like uh, Dr. J, Moses Malone, Anthony, Maurice Cheeks. Like, can you imagine you put LeBron in, that, in, in a team like that? Oh, LeBron my God. Doesn't, LeBron Bruh. doesn't leave that team. For, imagine for, LeBron was, was in Phoenix with Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley, and, and Dan Marley. You don't have to go that and far. Sabanos, and Imagine if he would have got drafted to the Denver Nuggets instead of Carmelo. Mm. <laughs> that would been crazy. Or he, if he would have ended up in Detroit. Thank you, or ended up in Detroit or ended up in Miami. He, he could have went to – he didn't go to good organizations – that's another thing people don't realize. Or he would you can up, say what you want about or LeBron. Or he end up in Houston with Cle- with a, with Akeem and Clyde. Yeah. Or, or uh, yeah. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> you 
kidding me? Yeah, like, come on, dude. You you didn't have every opportunity in the world to win a championship, wait, and you didn't. Wait, wait, excuse me? Did you say LeBron with Hakeem and Clyde Drexler? I mean, yes. you say, that would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. Come on, Mark can't even complete the sentence right now. Look, here's my thing with that. People have to remember this, too. You have to put one major thing um, that's been against LeBron his whole career. Can I add something else to that? That means they would never have to trade Robert Ory or Sam Cassell. Or, or Kenny Smith probably would have never left for Detroit. Go ahead. Ooh, that, that team would have been insane. LeBron, if you look compared to all these other superstars or GOAT-esque players. Why did y'all just do that? Look, uh, who 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 did ha- who did um Kareem have coaching him basically his whole career? Pat Riley. Even before that, look in college. John one- Wood. John Wooden. Pause. Goats. He has goat. Um, he has goat he level. The, great, the greatest, probably the greatest coach. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's had great coaching. Jordan. Uh, look what Jordan. Dean's- look what Jordan did, had to deal with with early on coaching. And as soon as he got him a good coach, look what happened. Dean Smith. Obviously, he had um he had Kevin Lockery first, then mm-hmm. Doug Collins. And then obviously, he they Phil Jackson exactly. Doug, look Doug at Collins, Kobe. Doug, Doug Collins really wasn't a bad coach. It's just Phil, uh, Phil Jackson put, took him over the edge. Pretty, pretty much. much. That's pretty much. Pretty it. much. That's all it was. Doug, Doug Collins said he knew in practice that that how great Jordan was. I mean, yeah, he knew it was on his way. He already but knew. The, but the difference is, is Doug Collins allowed Jordan to get all the stats. Phil Jackson allowed Jordan to win. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's that's different. I mean, level of coaching, Who and that's it? what I'm saying. And look, even even with um, excuse me, look at Kobe. Uh, Shaq's had good coaches. Yeah, Brian Hill. Come on, man. Bill look. Harris, Phil Ma- Jackson, Magic, Magic's had Pat good coaching. Come on, man. Pat Riley, yeah, Stan Van Gundy. Who's the best coach LeBron's had? Spolstra. And look, no knock against Spolstra, but Spolstra became a better coach after the Big Three on era. Pretty much, because he became a better coach afterwards. You know why? Because he actually had to coach, and he was, and him being in his background was he was a video guy. Mm-hmm. So he's he knows that okay, I don't have these three superstars no more. I just have an aging Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. Obviously, he still is a Hall of Famer and will be inducted next month. By the way, shout out. Um, I need to go ahead and and go back to the drawing board. How I'm gonna. Get this team back to where they where we were back to championship status. Exactly. Now and, imagine if if he would have had him if he would have had that Eric Spoelstra during the Big Three era. And for people who always bring this um, up, LeBron in Miami, let's just be honest. The team great as that team was, they underachieved because the Wayne Wade was hurt. It seemed like every single year he was there. Oh, my uncle Kevin's wrong. He said. LeBron may not have left Cleveland the first time if his mom wasn't wrestling with one of his teammates. Come on, Unc. Why are you doing he was that? Already, he was already up out of there. He knew his mom was out there doing that stuff. Man, come on, Unc. He, 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 he was already on his way up out of there. Yeah, man. But, yeah, I LeBron's mean, never had that that top-notch level coach. And and even, look, after Eric Spoelstra, who's probably his best coach? Mike Brown? No. Ty uh, well, he, or, or Ty Lue. Ty Lue. Ty Lue might be the best coach he's had. Might just be. So um, yeah. So Barkley, I, I I disagree. I mean, he I I get it. You just don't like LeBron, but that's that's you. Um, it, it, tonight, I mean, he 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 right to his own opinion. He wrong about his opinion, but he has the right to his own, his own opinion. Yeah, exactly. That's true. So, I mean, at least Skip Bayless admitted that. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he really he, every day. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they opened up today, Undisputed. I haven't watched Undisputed in months, by the way. I haven't watched it um in a while either. And they opened up the first topic. LeBron chose Russ over, over Buddy Hill. Uh, duh. duh. <laughs> I mean, duh. Ain't no question mark. Um, Tonight, and Mark, you brought this up, and we talked about it a little bit in our group chat. There's a documentary that premiered on, yeah, that's premiering right now on Netflix as we're seeing it. Hold, how's Cade Cunningham? It's Jalen Green. The number one overall pick. Summer League is going on in Vegas. Obviously, that's the the holy grail right now. And Cade Cun- and Houston is playing Detroit over on ESPN. And the top two picks, Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham, are, are, having, are, are having a duel in the Thomas and Mack Center, the house, that, yeah. the shark, the, har- the house that the shark built, Jerry yeah, Tartanian. Josh, Josh Christopher got gay. Yeah, he's nice. Um... A documentary is premiering now on Netflix about it's called Untold and it's about the Malice in the Palace. For those who don't know what the Malice in the Palace was, I don't know how. And if you haven't, man, matter of fact, it was a, a a video. It was one of the worst brawls in not just NBA history, but in sports history. I don't know. A couple of them soccer uh, free for alls been kind of crazy too, but <laughs> they, they get they get brushed under the rug. So, I've seen some crazy like fights break out in soccer. That's insane. This was the first <laughs> brawl where fans were actually was fans ran up in the stands and were punching people. Now, now this all started during a game between the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons, and it started with an altercation on the on the court between started with Ben at the, Wallace at that time. Ron Artest now made a world peace and Ben Wallace. It was Ben Wallace. and Ben Wallace escalated it because he provoked Ron Artest. And they told him to go. And Ortez went to go, take a take a, catch his breath, relax. He was laying on the scorer's table. And some guy, some white guy, out of nowhere, throws a beer and it hits Ortez. And Ortez loses it and just runs in the stands. Now, the crazy part was. Which is justifiable. That's assault. You do you do a beer at me. You lucky you lucky to get punched on worse than what you did. This is the sad part because Ron was so upset because he just wanted, he know who did it. He ran. Past the guy who initially threw it at him, and then they found, and then he ended up finding the guy, and then they, then assault, just crazy. What's no, up? he didn't run past him. This is what happened. He looked over, and the dude who originally threw it stepped behind the guy that was in front of him. Right. That's the reason why Ron Artest went after that dude. And John, you John, you skipped a couple of uh, things. You 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 missed uh uh what's his name Jermaine O'Neal. Oh no, I haven't got I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't gotten there yet. So when Ron, Ron then here comes Steven Jackson into the crowd, and he gets to the guy who threw Ron, who threw the beer on the Ron. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Ben Wallace is a guy that we didn't even know who he was. We kind of find out it was Ben Wallace's brother. Mm-hmm. He goes and tries and starts punching on try punching on Steven Jackson. Then you got a guy who tried to who ran on the court and tried and. Trying to punch Jermaine O'Neal. And then Jermaine O'Neal out of nowhere comes sliding and hits the dude with a right. Which is the most craziest punch I've ever seen ever. Then you have someone throwing beer at Jamal Tinsley. He was finna run into the crowd. Reggie Miller is basically trying to get Ron Artest out of there. He's he's draped in beer. Mike Brown's draped in beer. It was just the worst. That, do, that was crazy. I do want to say the first person who threw that beer, that was a, a hell of a throw. Yeah, I have to I have to agree with that because he was pretty far. Like when you really look at that video and see where he was at, for him to throw that beer and it perfectly landed over there where Ron Artest was. And it's crazy because Ron Artest moved away from all the altercations that was going on. He was literally who, sitting right there just minding his own business. <laughs> hey, who who was the uh 
the uh, Lions quarterback at that time. That was 04. 04. That might have been. Uh, was that Joey Harrington? Yeah. At the, well, or could, well, that wasn't Stafford. I think that might have been. It Joey. wasn't Stafford. Yeah. It hey, was Joey Harrington. That fan might have been a better uh, option. I, I have to agree. Especially if it's the Detroit quarterback. They most yeah, definitely. And Kenzie brought, and SoCal brought up. Yeah. And then Ron Two Piece, the guy on the floor as well. And there's the crazy part. The guy who threw the beer's name is John, I think, John Greenberg, I think. Mm -hmm. Him and Ron are friends now. After Ron went to therapy, got his mind right, he somehow was like, I need to get in touch with the guy who I got who I punched in the in the malice. And somehow he got the guy's number and he called him, was like, Can I speak to John Greenberg? And he was like, Yeah, who's this? This is Ron Artes. I mean and, like, and the dude was like, Get no way. It was like, and they and they met up. It's understandable. And the guy John, he admitted he had some issues with alcohol as well. But he said he he told his buddy he was a game. Was like, how much you want to bet that I can throw, that I can nail our test with the beer from here? Yeah, and that's how it happened. Um, what do you? I remember watching it. I was working at Target at the time, and I remember watching just how it all unfolded on a break room, break room TV. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember where y'all were and what was y'all first reaction to just seeing the? Because it was obviously it was the all over Sports Center that night, that morning, all the way until David Stern announced the suspensions. Um, what happened was, uh, when that happened, I was uh, I think I was still in school around that time, so I was in um, I think the next day. It happened on I, a Friday. I, yeah, I think um the next day I uh I woke I woke up and. I was over there. I, I turned on the night. The, no, actually, I, I turned on the nightly news. It was like one o'clock in the morning, and they were showing uh, what had happened. And I looked. I was like, "Whoa, that was crazy!" When I got back to school, that was that's what everybody was talking about. Y'all saw the fight. Y'all saw the fight. Y'all saw the Detroit fight. Yeah, it was crazy. Mark, what you remember about that day, man? Uh, I don't know. I think I think I might have been uh, uh working at an unnamed place. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I remember watching Sports Center that night, and and I was going crazy like I was part of the fight too. I remember, and I just I remember watching it in the break room at the Target, and then I came home and watched it on, on TV. It was just crazy. I mean, and I'm listening to Mike Breen having to basically do play by play of a brawl. You hear you hear Bill Walton saying they need to get hurry up and end this game quickly. I don't time out, time out, time out. Before you continue with that, funny you brought that statement up. So everybody doesn't know about this the irony behind this entire thing was john how much time was left in that game it was like um i mean like what a minute some change it wasn't less, even that like it was like 50 seconds it was like 40 seconds right it was like 45 seconds right it was like under a minute right it was under a minute and and um detroit was getting blown out yeah because remember this this is the same detroit team that just defeated the lakers in the finals mm -hmm. and the pacers was like look here y'all y'all got lucky we own we can beat y'all yeah. And they basically went they, in they, their they house dogged them. and Jermaine O'Neal and Steven Jackson and Ron Artest was just been there bullying these dudes and then the fight broke and then then all you know what broke loose. Yeah. That was that was crazy. That that was a uh and the crazy thing is that that ruined that Pacers team. Yes. And that Pacers team was was pretty good. Ron ends up getting suspended for 73 games. Steven Jackson was suspended for like another 36 games. Jermaine O'Neal was suspended for like twenty games, obviously. Um, and then obviously it just ended. It just—I mean, he never that team would never got a chance to compete for a championship. Ron came back. He ends up getting traded to Sacramento. Then he gets traded to Phoenix. I mean, the, the Houston. 
Then now he ends up with the Lakers. He gets a ring with the Lakers and just oh turns his life around. And we all and it, you know his pretty much career is pretty much over after that because obviously you know he came, he signed with the Knicks, and then you know but I respect Ron Artest more than Metal World Peace. Right, this, yeah, they're two different people. <laughs> they're definitely two different people. I, I, I most definitely like Ron Artest, the player, way more than Metal World Peace. But I, 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 and you know what's crazy? That was the beginning of the NBA turning into the quote unquote soft league. And that's when the dress code was was officially brought in because obviously they got tired of seeing. Obviously, I call the dress code the Iverson rule. They got it, tired. It, it was the Iverson rule, it, and because they got tired of seeing dudes in throwbacks and baggy jeans and Tims and they got tired of seeing they got tired of seeing black people dressed like black people. It pretty, pretty much. I mean, but they was cool with Dennis Robin walking around with fishnets and all that other nail, stuff, his nails, nails painted, painted and all that. But yeah, walking around looking crazy. And now you look at fast forward to twenty twenty one. Look how they dudes dress. They pretty much dress more Russell Westbrook alone. I mean, the way they dress now, and even now, there, there's no. Serious dress code. I mean, Anthony Davis was sitting courtside in the playoffs wearing a Kobe t-shirt and some Jordans. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more. And see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. With no jacket. Well, street clothes. Hey, man. Don't, don't go there. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, so I'm going to watch this documentary. It started today. I haven't got a chance to watch it. Any, have any of you guys got a chance to watch it? Or are you going to watch it? Uh, I'm going to watch it. Almost yep. gonna watch it because um, I really, I, re- I really enjoy the whole story behind that because it's it's crazy because it, it seems like every time and I've watched that video probably a billion times, but I swear it seems like every time I see that video, I see something new. It's it's something crazy like I don't know it's it's something new I see every single time you know I always go and look and laugh at the stuff that I already know about but I always find out something new like. Whoa! Look how look look how this um look what this dude was over there doing. It's it's always something crazy with that video, but I um I'm gonna definitely watch it because that was interesting. And to be honest, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say I think that those players they got it was overkill. To because in all in all honesty, if the fans yep. wouldn't wouldn't initiated what went on, right? There was no reason for them to go into the crowd. By the way, that's what, think, that was about to be my next question is, is playing devil's advocate. Why did the players get suspended so many games? Because, because they, they went in the crowd. They went into the crowd. And that started a rule where if you go into the crowd, you're automatically suspended. Remember, yep. I don't know if y'all remember back in Chicago when Antonio Davis was with the Knicks and there was a fan who was verbally heckling his wife. And he fired on him, didn't and, he? No, he didn't fire. And he's hearing it and then he's looking up and he's like, wait a minute, that's where my wife is sitting. And he basically leaves the huddle. 
and goes into the stands to protect his wife. I think his son was there as well, man. Like, yeah. I mean, his son was a teenager, I think, at the time, but still. Mm-hmm. He went there. He's like, I'm going to protect my family. Yeah. And he got suspended, I think, two games. But Oh, well. well. Yeah, oh, well. I mean, I'm, family comes first. So, B, I'm going to ask you this, and then we're going to – go ahead. I'm going to let Mark say it. I want to get B's thoughts on the whole – what his, his recollections were about the malice. Go ahead, Mark. Listen. Listen, I understand that they went into the crowd, but my whole thing is like what Nick said is if if y'all control these fans and not let them throw stuff at these players, you don't right. have that going in. You don't have that going in there. So y'all got to do a better job of this, whether it's stop selling alcohol there or beer there, whatever else it is, y'all got to get control of this. Because as a man, I have a right to defend myself. B, what did you remember about the Malice, man? I think that in – Besides uh, uh, some crazy, oh. <clears throat> some crazy death in sports, I think that was probably at the time one of the craziest uh, things I ever seen in sports at that time. That that you know, violent wise. I mean, it, it was for them to run up in them in them in them stands. That was crazy for my uh, Jermaine O'Neal, man. Did, are you gonna watch the documentary? Yeah, it when it it, 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 it premiered today. It's premiered. It premiered today on Netflix. Okay, I guess we uh after the show uh yeah me and little bro handle that um they and the thing what? is false well, come on now right, Dude, you know you stop it and it, what I'm what I saw from the trailer they have every they're getting everybody's opinion because we never have heard from Jermaine O'Neal on this topic we never really have heard I mean we heard Stephen Jackson when he was on the the, the Showtime documentary about 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 our test talk about it we ain't heard from Jermaine we never heard Jermaine O'Neal talk about it. We barely hear Reggie Miller talk about it. They have. We're going to hear from the people who were there, who lived it. I want to hear from. I want to hear from the Pistons. I personally want to hear from Ben Wallace. Yeah, I do too. Because I think had he just kept his cool, I don't think none of that would have escalated. Yeah, because literally, literally all that started. And to be honest, and it wasn't even that di- like it wasn't that difficult of a foul. It wasn't even a hard foul. Nothing. It was just a. It was a foul, and it was it was a he got frustrated. That's all it was. You got frustrated because you was over there getting stomped on the entire game, and mm-hmm. you let your you let your emotions get the the best of you, and it led to a situation that in all actuality ruined two team seasons. It really did. It really did. Two good teams. Those teams were like playoff teams. They, they were. They, were, they, they weren't, weren't bottom play, feeders. They, were, they weren't playoff teams. They were championship contenders. Yeah, one was a, like you said. One was a championship contender. The other one won a championship. Okay. So before we get to the MLB, another topic. I want. Well, okay. Let's let's go ahead and get into MLB. I want to get into this topic because we're talking about you know culture, and I brought this up and I, I sent this in our group chat about a day. I think yesterday. Um. I don't know if y'all seen this story. Andrew Marchand broke the news that it's not, that MLB is in significant talks to broadcast games on barstool sports. Wait, 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 wait. You said what? Major League Baseball are in are in are having talks to have some of their games broadcast on barstool. Why? Because I found this out today listening on Mason in Ireland. Barstool Sports has three of the top four Major League Baseball podcasts in the country. So here's a story from Mark Andrew Marchand in the New York Times. Major League Baseball and Barstool Sports have, signif- have had significant negotiations about national midweek games on the site's platform, the Post has learned. 
The discussions are what Barstool founder Dave Port- Portnoy was referring to last week when he mentioned his company has had talks with major leagues. MLB and Barstool potentially potentially could team up to create a new type of broadcast with a focus on in-game gambling. The talks have started recently, and while they have picked up steam, an agreement is not yet certain. a certainty. One source deemed it 50-50. MLB and Barstool declined to comment. MLB, of course, they currently have national TV deals with Fox, Turner, ESPN, as part of the new ESPN contract that begins next year. The network dropped regular, non-exclusive Monday and Wednesday games, leaving MLB to try to find a buyer for that inventory. Turner will move its regular season games to Tuesday from Sunday, beginning next season. YouTube is a possibility of being a, a midweek, you know, for midweek games. Peacock did a weekend series last month. Pause. But, pause. but Barstool sticks out, pause, because it has a connection to a younger audience MLB craves and could possibly create buzz with its alternative delivery approach. Barstool would deliver the games through its website, Instagram, and Twitter accounts, among others. So I want to go first on that when you finish. Okay. And I think we pretty much no pretty much can get, you got the gist of the story. All right. So uh baseball really thinks that just because they let their uh, announcers cuss that it's gonna help their um their ratings. <laughs> um I, I ain't even bringing that point up. I'm just trying to figure out why are y'all have a conversation with them? You can, listen. You can't talk to Hulu, Amazon, listen, Netflix. That 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 shows you that, I mean, that see, right they, there. Peak, you see, if they had games on Peacock, Paul, they're crazy. You want to have a a discussion? I'm gonna let you continue, bro. With, with Barstool. With Barstool, have you followed their track record in the last six last year or two or three or four? Mm-mm. Google what they said about Samantha Ponder when she was at of ESPN. Oh man. Uh-oh. Google some of those stuff, and Ben Reddy was the one who refreshed my memory on this topic. And what was your what was the quote you said in our chat, B, when when I posted this story in our Telegram chat? Oh, even after he uh, used the N word, mm-hmm. they done said stuff about going. Tell multiple me to go t- multiple times. Yeah. Going back to Africa, talking about people, women can get drunk and you know blackout and all this other stuff. I know Barstool reaches a younger demographic and a real. Not a real controversial demographic. They had the deal with ESPN. It didn't last when they called Samantha Ponder an S-word. S-word that ends with a T. Mm. And obviously, you're still dealing with the whole Trevor Bauer situation. Yeah. You didn't hear about that story? Google it. Samantha Ponder Barstool. I'm trying to think Um, of a word. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, hold on. Let me see. Okay. overthinking. Okay. It's an S-word that rhymes... I thought he called it I'm a trying to f- S word. Hold on, hold on. Well, hold on. Give, me, give me a second. It's a, it's a it's a S word that's derogatory to women. Oh, that one. I'll, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that word. Yeah, but okay. Google the, but Google the story. You'll find it. I'm gonna look it up right now. It, but that hey, is hey, why text, they hey, text me the word, uh, Nick. Um, it's it's another word for a garden tool. Yeah, that. So, <laughs> yeah. So basically, I I just don't get why they even. Now, maybe they're doing this to see, okay, let me see what the reaction would be in the media if we have uh, some negotiations with, with this controversial broadcast. But let's be 100. You're not doing no broadcast with Barstool. Man, look, Barstool is <laughs> something. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, Barstool is something that I see like these young like college dudes or something. You know, they go up over there and you know they put. You know, of course, it's the good old boys club. Mm -hmm. They um, they all get together and they listen to Barstool. Me personally, I've um, I've heard some stuff from Barstool. Um, they're not they're not that good, but I kind of understand where um, they're trying to go. But I think their execution is terrible. Yeah, how about not picking somebody who casually uses the N word, or how about who is derogatory to women? Yeah, that 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 alone is ridiculous because and, that's just I don't know. That's that that show. That's what I'm saying. That shows you where MLB where they are up here. They're ridiculous. Um, and I I don't get it. Rob Manfred, I swear. You, yeah, you got you got something against him. Seem like every couple of months. I mean, like I mean, we talk, we criticize Roger Goodell for it, as a commissioner. Roger Goodell never do nothing this stupid. I mean, but man, you made Roger Goodell look like look like Albert Einstein. Man, he, is that go, what you got? Be you got something? No, no, no. Um, <clears throat> you got him I was watching this. It, it said uh, Dave. What's his name? The guy Dave. That, Dave Portnay, the the the, the, found, the president of Barstool. Uh, this is from a year ago. It said uh, he's. Specifically hiring black people over white people for bar for uh bar stool sports. I haven't seen one black person on bar stool. Man, man, man. I'll leave it like this: the the darkest person I've seen up over there. Um, I'm pretty sure they weren't one of us. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. That's that, that's that's the good old boys club. Now there's some now. This one thing I can say: ESPN for sure will never go that route. But if ESPN were to have like a division, they tried. They, they tried with that. They, 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 they tried to do that like with, with Bar Barstool. They did. That's why the whole Samantha. That's why it ended quickly after the whole Samantha Ponder controversy. Oh my God! They yeah. did try. They did try to have a, start a partnership with Barstool. It probably didn't last no more than a week. And, they should. They, they, should, they shouldn't have did the partnership. They should have did like their own version of it. Because they I did think nothing with Barstool. Yeah, I agree. But they they can most definitely their formula can be used. And by the right people, and it could work. Right. But they most definitely have the wrong people doing it. Another thing I want to talk about with baseball. Thursday, now last year they tried, they were going to do this, but obviously with the pandemic, they could the pandemic, they couldn't. Mm -hmm. The pan, pandemic, they weren't able to. Mm -hmm. They're having Thursday this Field of Dreams game. It's based on the movie, you know, Kevin Costner, James Earl Jones. Baseball. It's a great movie. Um, and they're going to have a baseball game between the Yankees and the White Sox in the classic uniforms at the field where they field Film of Dreams in Iowa. So I found this tweet from Bob Nightingale from USA Today. Tickets for the Field of Dream games on Thursday with the Yankees and the White Sox are the most expensive regular season tickets on record per TickPick.com. The average purchase price is $1,413. The get-in price is $1,316 and goes as high as $3,972. And this is for what now? The Field of Dreams game between the Yankees and the, and the White Sox in Iowa, where they at, the place where they actually filmed Field of, Dream, Field of Dreams. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to watch it on TV. It will be on. Yeah, it's gonna, it'll be on Fox on Thursday. This Thursday. 
This Thursday. It's this Thursday. Yeah. I'll be checking it out. But I am man, but that's a them two trash logos. Well, yeah. Well, bleep the Yankees. Yeah. No, nobody. Let's let's um get into a little NFL, gentlemen. Okay, real quick, one more MLB topic before quick. Mm-hmm. My Dodgers, we played the Astros. I'm going to say this. Obviously, we split the series. We had Max Scherzer on the hill in the second game. Pitch, pitching lights out. Were they watching y'all pitching again? Nah. But, man, I want to say this to Dodger fans. Look, just cheer. Y'all cheered. But the we can't do the fighting. We can't do the violence. Although, although I saw that there were people who were throwing. We can't do the we can't can't fight, man. Don't fight. You just told the Dodger fan base not to fight. That's like telling the Raider fan base not to fight. It's I going. Know. It's going to happen. I know. I just, it's it, going to happen. I know. I was trying to be political. You correct. Can, look at this point right now. I was trying. You're to be better off wearing an Angel jersey to a Dodger game before you wear an Astros jersey. Yeah, pretty much. Because there were scenes where they threw trash cans onto the field. There was. Their, their home runs were thrown back out from the pavilion. Oh, my God. You had fans yelling F Altuve every time he came up to the plate. <laughs> That's funny. They, hey. they played I Saw the Sign over the over the PA system, the, the No Doubt song. Listen, um, all I have to say is this. This is for every city outside of uh, Southern California. And by the way, I'm going to bring this topic back up during calling out names. Yeah. If if you if you make an enemy of Los Angeles, Los Angeles most definitely um, will let let it be known that you are our enemy, because that right there is absolutely hilarious and ridiculous. But um, but in all seriousness though, like the, the fighting and all that, that's that's just ridiculous. It's not that serious. Um, I remember my dad uh, told me back in the day um, when the Raiders uh, was out here with um, it was a Raiders and a Rams game he had went to, and one of his buddies had went to the bathroom. And they hadn't seen him for like 10, 15 minutes. Oh boy! And they're finding out that he got jumped in there by some uh, by some Raiders fans because he had a uh, he had a Rams uh, sweater on. Oh man! And he had to be taken to the hospital. So yeah, like all that it's ridiculous. They, they, at the end of the day, this is entertainment. They're just teams or whatever. It's not it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. I understand that we all love um, you know debate you know the competition of sports and everything. There's a lot of passion involved, but when it started leading to like. Stuff like this, you know, you gotta you gotta really sit there and be like, whoa, it's not that serious. Hey John, let me ask you a question. What's up, bro? Is it better to wear a Giants jersey at a Dodgers game or an Astro jersey? Oh my lord! Ooh, I think you might. I, I can't. I can't even answer that question because I obviously with the history of uh, with that history, I can't even answer that question. I, I still think you better off wearing the uh, Astros jersey. Probably. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I probably. I, yeah, I mean, you better off wearing that Astros jersey because you may not make it up out of there with that. Uh, with that Frisco jersey, Kenzie thinks that the MLB thing with Barstool could be a leverage play for could be a leverage play. Well, I hope it for is who? for them to try to see for whoever they're talking to. Man, that. look, whoever they talking to, I guarantee you they're um they're a bigger entity than um Barstool. They could buy Barstool if they wanted to. Barstool is Barstool is no no. I don't. I'm not really. Let's I'm move, not really fine. Let's Barstool talk football. Let's let's go and talk football, gentlemen. All right, let's talk some football. Okay. And obviously, this was when I posted uh, about tonight's show. I, I got a, I got a, a DM from my boy Kenzie, and he asked, "Man, y'all not gonna talk about Josh Allen?" Well, yeah, we're gonna talk about Josh Allen right now. Drop. So Friday, Mark's Bills signed their quarterback, Josh Allen, 
to a six-year, $258 million extension with 150 guaranteed, most in guaranteed for and average of $43.5 million a season. Mark? I'm glad y'all, I'm glad y'all can't see me. <laughs> Mark, come yeah. on, man. I mean, come on, man. They need to see a reaction. Was, I'm going to read this before Mark gives a reaction. Kenzie said, Raider and Niner games are the worst. When it comes to that, I was on, I was 15 when I went to a game and saw a guy get jumped and peed on and, scared, and it scared me from, from from going to a Niners or Raiders stadium. Wow. He, wait, he got peed on. Dude, he, they watch, he watched a dude get jumped and he, dude, someone pissed on him. That's crazy. Oh, man. He got the Drake treatment. Go ahead. Oh, there you. See, did you really have to say that, man? What? All right, Mark. So, you, you signed Josh Allen. Yeah. Well, well, how you feel? Uh, I think it's too soon. That's all. Why? I, I'm, I'm not, why? Because uh, he had one really good year. I don't know if that one really good year is worth $258 million. Um, I think, see, the thing about these, these contracts after the rookie deals is. Excited for a road trip? Started off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. It's a combination of two things. It's a combination of what you've done already. It's not any contract in sports in general, but mainly in rookie contracts is what you've done already and what the potential of what you can do. The projection. Uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, the projection. Because Josh Allen has gotten better every single year he's been in the league. You know, he's only been in the league. It's about to be his fourth year. Right. But in year three, he put up, you know, MVP-like numbers. He and did. you know he's his his uh his passing has improved every single year, you know um he's still he's still um athletic quarterback you know he can still he can still run, um he's actually more athletic than people give him credit for, but That's um, true. but yeah I but they really think they have you know the Bills think they have they got their guy and it's nothing I, wrong I, with that. I I do believe that Josh Allen will be the, the quarterback for the Bills. Like I said, I'm not saying he's he's gonna get this eventually. But I, I think that uh, um, I would I would have waited till next year at least. Um, you know why they they got gave him that contract now? Um, I think they're supposed to be like a big uh, supposed to be a big jump in the salary cap next year, if I remember right. I could be yeah, wrong. Cause it, yeah, because the COVID didn't didn't really uh, help the salary yeah. cap this year. Yeah, so uh, there's gonna be a big jump in salary cap next year, and let's say for example, he puts up an even better year. You know, I know you hope he puts up better year than he did last year, but from the right. Bills' perspective, as far as like money wise, if he puts up even a similar or a better type of year, 
So you may have back to back seasons where he throws for over um those he threw forty five hundred last year, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was second so MVP two, So look, you, you get two. Let's say he gets another year like that. He gets um he's in the top three in MVP votes. Mm-hmm. And um he he throws for forty five hundred yards back to back. Uh, 30, 30, um, 35 plus touchdowns both years. Um, I right. think he's over, he over 40. So imagine he gets that back to back, and now it's contract negotiation time. The Bills are getting knocked upside their head with this, uh, with that money. Mark, think, it's, this, think, question, this question think, from you from, from, from Kenzie. He says, Is Josh overpaid? I don't know if he can do what he did last season again. I um, I don't think he. I, I don't think he's overpaid. I think he is going to be worth it. I just think, like I said, man, you know, sometimes these players, when they get his money, you start seeing the 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 the, the play start to go down. Mm, you know what I I'm agree. saying? So I agree. I, I I would rather him have those two years and pay that and then pay that money. Because mm-hmm. let's just say Nick, like you said, the way he's projecting is he's getting better every year. So after next year and then the following year, what's stopping mm-hmm. from holding out and asking for more money? That's true. Good point. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. So I mean I, I mean at some point we're gonna have to pay him anyway. I do think mm-hmm. he's going to be worth it if 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 I'm just going off the projection. Um, I'm, I'm not going to talk bad about anything he does because he had a really good year, so we gonna keep it on everything positive. But uh, he 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 he's going to deserve he's going to deserve that money. I think I think it's too soon. Um, speaking of money, too soon. Uh-oh. There's two other quarterbacks from that class who are trying to get paid as well. Who's that? One is Baker Mayfield. The dude, and, dude is overrated. And the other is Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, an idiot, who we know right now is back on the field after you know he had a had his second bout with COVID. He spoke about and obviously him and Kirk Cousins. How the hell you catch COVID twice? Um, <laughs> spoke and they asked about you know, you know the vaccine and Lamar and Lamar you know did the PC thing. I need to talk to my team, talk to my family, blah blah blah. Look here, I'm going to say it again like I said last week. I'm not going to just be preachy and say, go get vaccinated. It's your prerogative. But I'm going to tell you this if you're Lamar Jackson. If you go on that COVID protocol list one more time. You you forking up a lot of money, player. You're trying to get a, a $200 million contract. You really need to take – you better make sure you follow every specific protocol. That means no hanging out with the fellas and any – Events where you can't wear a mask or follow the protocols. That means those times you hanging out with the kids on the playground. Wear your mask. You better you better just follow the, the, the rules. Because I guarantee you, I, I guarantee you, Steve Bashotti and this team does not want to go with Trace McSorley in for six weeks. Who the hell is that? The quarterback from Penn State who's there, who's his backup because RG three is signed with ESPN, by the way. So he does he's not the backup. He's Kenzie has, I wonder why teams don't do the two plus one in the NFL because eventually these guys won't likely live up to their full contract. Well, um, that's why that's yeah. why contracts aren't fully guaranteed. Also, yeah, two two plus one is a uh, is a luxury that um, the NFL players don't get because let's just be honest, the NFL players their their career isn't isn't as like smooth and guaranteed as uh, in a, as an NBA player. You know, NBA players they got 82 games. You know, there's there could be some games where you could take off and you know, you know, you, you may not. Let's say for example, you playing a weak team, you might be able to like, all right, I can go ahead and go easy this um this game, so I can just you know get my little my little rest in. There's no taking no games off in the NFL. You take a game off in the NFL, you don't get smacked around. Just that simple. 
So um, no matter what team it is, you could take you could be undefeated and go against a team that ain't won yet, and if you sleep on that team, they're gonna beat you. Mm-hmm. Just like that. That's the way the NFL works. You got to play every team a hundred percent every single week, or else you gon' you gonna get caught. You don't want to get caught slipping. That's the last thing you want to do. And that's probably the reason why a lot of these contracts aren't guaranteed. Because I mean, it's a it's a high contact sport, and it's another reason why. There's other reasons why it's not, but that's probably one. That's one of the reasons I'm gonna talk about. Okay, so and then speaking of and and Lamar Jackson wants to be a Hall of Famer. This past weekend we had the Pro Football Hall of Fame inductions. 2020 class went in on Saturday. 2021 class went in on Sunday with three first ballots in Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, Charles Woodson. We saw Jimmy Johnson finally get in the Hall of Fame. Drew Pearson, um, Troy Polamalu was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes, he should. Um, he was the only first ballot Hall of Famer from the 2020 class. My guy, Steve Atwater, finally got in the Hall of Fame after 16 years of eligibility. John Lynch finally got in. But that brings us to next year's class. And we have some notable names who are going to be first-year eligible. I'm going to rapid-fire these names. Drop that NFL Films one more time, Ben Ready. And, then we, and I just want to try to give me a quick yes or no. And then when I'm done with this list, you tell me who you guys think will be first ballot. On this list, off the guys who y'all say yes to. All right, y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Tony Romo. Um, yes or no? I don't. You know something? I think Tony Romo goes to the Hall of Fame. Mark, I don't, I don't think this year though. Mark, uh, Romo going. Steve Smith. Yes, he's going. This one no brainer. Andre Johnson. Oh yeah, he's definitely going. He's going. Robert Mathis. I think he may fall off. He might have to wait. He might have to wait a year. He was very well, good, though. Wait, wait, is, he, is he a Hall of Famer? Oh yeah, Hall of Famer. Yes. Okay. So, Mark, what you think about Robert Mathis? Uh, yeah. Hall of Famer? Yes or no? Just is he a Hall of Famer? No. Okay. And Quan Bolden? No. No. If you got to think about it, that means he's not. So I, that's, I, that's that's the rule. That's, so I, that's so the I, go to so rule. I'll take that yes back for the other, uh, for the last one before too with uh, Robert Mathis. I had to think about it, so that's a no. Demarcus Ware, yes, well, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. Vince Wilfork, yes, he gets in. I think he is so underrated. Um, Vince Wilfork, man, he was man, he was so pivotal for the Patriots for years. Chad Greenway, yes, he's pre- he's pretty good. Mario Williams. Hell no. And last, Ooh. Devin Hester. Mar- yeah, he he said Mario Williams. Devin he Hester, hell no, he, too. Whoa, hold on. You said no to Devin Hester? What are, go- what are you going in there for? He's a the- uh, special teamer. He's the best special teams player in, in history. All right, that's cool. You don't yeah, think Devin Hester's a Hall of Famer? I don't think you being the, um, the best special teams player of all time is enough for you to go to the Hall he of Fame. He broke Deion's record in, 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 he's, in for he's touchdowns. But Deion can also cover. He's, go, he's going there. He's he is going a Hall of Famer, team. bro. He's going okay. to be a special teamer. Man, he's going, he's that, whole, that is ridiculous. Okay, so among this list, who's Nobody. first ballot? Nobody. Who's first ballot? Nobody? Nobody. Andre no. Johnson's the first ballot. You're, I, I said no. personally DeMarcus and Ware. And DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus Ware for you sure. You don't think DeMarcus Ware's not first ballot? No, I don't think he'll get first ballot. How? He was top ten in sacks. Pause. Oh Lord. <laughs> Crazy. The crazy stuff was just so out. Hey man, that was just a stat, man. <laughs> crazy, crazy stat just to throw out. That's crazy. Look, yeah, let me tell you man. something. Demarcus Ware 
throughout his career was cons- like consistently a top five pass rusher in the league. Yes. He, some, in certain years, he was top three. And he was very pivotal for the Cowboys. He was extremely pivotal for the Broncos. You ain't got to tell me twice. He, he, yeah, he, 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 got, he got the haul. Ask and my, he got over 100. Hundred and some change. Yeah, no, he, he, he going. No, I think. I think he going. I just don't think. No, I don't think none of these players will be first ballot. Okay, so I, we need to look. So we'll see that when when it get when the list gets you know down to the title fifteen, we'll revisit it. And who's going to be you know basically when we get to the semifinalists, then we'll revisit it from those because that's what we know who who are the holdovers that didn't get make get inducted from last year. Um, Kenzie asks Mario Williams as the first pick over Reggie Bush. Hey. Look. Let me tell you something. Um, no matter who you picked in that draft, you were gonna take a you gonna take a L regardless. There, was, that, those those top ten picks were not that good. Who's, Mario who's Williams, Mar- Reggie. Who's who's Mario Williams? The no. defensive um, the the, 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 the <laughs> defensive lineman that got the, the, the from dude, the Texans. The dude that y'all overpaid. Y'all, the dude y'all paid seven gave a hundred million to yeah. for seven years. Who's who's Mario Williams? Okay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That that's he, he did absolutely nothing yeah. for Buffalo. That dude robbed y'all, Mark. He do rob he do rob He was robbing the Texans too. Yeah, he did. He, yeah, he, he How robbed, in the hell is he is he eligible for the Hall? Get up out of here. Because you please. all you need the, the rule to be eligible for the Hall of Fame is you have to not play you have not played a, a football game in the last five years. He was never that good. That don't mean he's that's gonna crazy. get crazy. But that don't mean he gets in. He's automatically Qualified because he hasn't played football in five years. He shouldn't even be qualified. That's crazy. You might as well qualify Reggie oh. Bush. Is Ricky Williams uh, in the Hall no, of Fame? Hall, no, he's not in the Hall of Fame. And Ricky Williams for sure did more damage in the NFL than uh, Mario Williams did. I know Ooh. opposite sides of the uh, of the football, but still. Among those who's who were. Who's Mario Williams? Wow, he's going to saying that. By me. Okay, so among the holdovers from last year Richard oh. Seymour, Tony Baselli. Tory Holt, Richard Seymour should be in the Hall of Fame. I can't believe he's not in the Hall yet. Rondé Barber, Willie McGinnis. I'm just naming some names. I'm just you know just thinking about. I don't know who were the final fifteen. Who were the final fifteen finalists? But those were some of the guys. Remember we we Richard Seymour, Tony Baselli, mm-hmm. obviously uh, Tory Holt. I think Rick, Willie McGinnis, Rodney Harrison is, is Hall of Fame eligible. Tory Holt's on fault. I'm calling out names too. Oh, okay. I will definitely. Get I'm, I'm glad you reminded me. Um. Let's go ahead and get into, get into our two-a-days, gentlemen. So, congratulations to all those who got their gold jackets over the weekend. Y'all ready to get into some two-a-days? Y'all seen Edron James' car? Y'all seen, yes. Y'all seen Edron James' speech? Nah. His speech. I, I recommend everyone go listen to Edron James' Hall of Fame speech over the weekend. It was epic. Ed, Edron James was a, a was an underrated player, too. By the way, all the triplets are now in for the Colts. I mean, and Reggie Wayne's going to get in, too. He didn't get in last year, either. What about uh, Dallas Clark? No I don't way. think he's a Hall of Famer. Neither. Jeff Saturday's a Hall of Famer. After 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 the three mate the three you know Peyton Edge Marvin Harrison is Reggie Wayne Reggie Wayne Jeff Saturday and then Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis that's yeah. pretty much it from that from them Colts team yeah just for sure not gonna be Bob Sanders no nah. would have been if he Bob was Sanders healthy was, Bob Sanders was good though yeah he was great man he was healthy yeah whenever that was um let's go ahead and talk about the AFC and the NFC South. All right, man. So let's start um not with the, not the South. Let's start off with the AFC South. Let's start off with the bottom feeders of that division, the Houston Texans. Um Deshaun we they still have the Deshaun Watson situation as a you know at, that's still out there. 
By the way, Deshaun Watson is not even going to travel with the team this weekend when they play their preseason game in Green Bay. He's going to be sta- – he's basically practicing with the, with the practice squad, and Tyrod Taylor's been basically taking a lot of the reps with – taking all the reps with the ones. Who? Ty, Rod, Taylor, and if, Kenzie, if you go in this – if you go into this chat getting Mark started with some Tyrod slander. Kenzie, why would you ask this question, man? What question Bro, first overall pick, Mario Williams or Albert Hainsworth? Who have y'all taking? Albert Hainsworth. I'm taking Tennessee Albert Hainsworth. I'm about to say Albert Hainsworth is a monster. By the way, I'm not taking Titans Albert. I'm taking University of Tennessee Albert Hainsworth. No, nah, ten, uh, the Titans tight. Albert Hainsworth was cool, too. I know. That's it, why was, he, it was Washington um, yeah, that's Albert what, Hainsworth that was a problem. Yeah, that's why he ended up. That that was the reason why he was that good because Washington gave him that money off of what he did with the Titans. Yeah, Mr. Hey, I don't want to play. I don't want to play nose guard. Hey, who 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 was the first person you said? Mario, Mario Williams. Williams. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that wasn't that was not a question I really want to talk about. So back to the Texans. Tyrod Taylor's their quarterback. They signed Mark Ingram. They signed Philip Lindsay. Brandon Cooks is there. They draft Davis Mills in the third round with their first pick. And the draft period, because their first round, first and second rounders, then went to the Miami Dolphins from the Laramie Tunsil trade. Deshaun Watson still wants out. We don't even know if he's going to play this year because he has 20 lawsuits. It's just, that team is a mess. They hired Nick Casario. I'm not Nick Casario. Um, Nick, yeah, Nick Casario. I'm thinking the coach from the Eagles, Nick Sirianni. Nick Casario, when they were supposed to hire Lewis Riddick, and obviously they just, they're a mess. This team is a total disaster. I'm sorry. I blame Bill O'Brien. And now they bring in 65-year-old rookie head coach David Culley. You talking about the guy who was the uh, the passing um, coach for the uh, Ravens? The worst passing team in the league last yeah, year, right? The guy who, uh, yeah, that guy. The guy who had an MVP quarterback who can't throw the ball outside of the uh, the hash marks. Yeah, that guy. He's an he MVP he's, running back. Yeah, yeah the, the running back just having to throw uh, passes. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that's him. Yeah. So we all know this team is going to be on their way to the first pick in the draft because they are going to be flat out garbage. Um, yes, they're garbage. I'm sorry, they're garbage. Um, and by the way, let's talk on the Deshaun Watson stuff. We are, you know, we we go ahead. What? So you said they're on the way to the number one overall pick, right? Yeah. Um, how are they gonna have it? They have, they'll have their pick next year. They have their pick next year. Pick I thought they year. don't have a pick next year because because of the because of, uh, of the trade. No, they'll have their pick next year. I think they they're, they're done paying off the Miami Dolphins. Now they trade. This, they'll have their pick next year. Um, <sighs> bro, that's ridiculous. Tyrod will leave him twelve wins. He gonna leave him to what? Twelve wins. <laughs> they ain't got JJ Watt no more. Hey, they don't even have Jay. They Look, don't even have, hey, hey, they they ain't got Kyle Williams, um, and Marcel Darius up over there with uh with uh Jerry Hughes man. and uh Shaq and Shaq Lawson. Yeah, man, get get them get that dude. Matt, Matt, Matt Milano and um uh, uh what was what was the old boy name um the other linebacker y'all had before um, during that time um who was y'all middle linebacker around that time? Well, did y'all already draft um Edmonds? Yeah, they no. did draft Tremaine. That did. That did draft Tremaine. Evans wasn't there when um when Tyrod um had went. Well, he went to the uh, playoffs. Yeah, he was there. No, he was. He, he got drafted the same year as Josh Allen did. Mm, that's a hell of a draft. Um, yeah, because the pick they used with Edmonds <laughs> was the Edmonds <laughs> pick was from the Mahomes trade. 
Wait a second. Yeah. Remember, yeah, like remember was, Buffalo yeah. traded. Buffalo traded. Remember Kansas City traded all the way up with Buffalo. Time, 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 time. So what I'm hearing is there is a what if situation that the Buffalo Bills could have had Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. They could have Patrick Mahomes. Or Deshaun Watson. Oh, they got they got Tremaine Edwards. And Trey White. Trey White is mine. They traded they traded down and got Trey White. So that's it was cool. oh, okay, that's that's cool. That's cool. Patrick, but Patrick let's move on to another team in the in the AFC South. If we didn't have Trey White, we'd only have Levi Wallace, who's the defensive version of Tyrod Taylor. Oh God. Mark, yeah. did you just say Tyrod is leading in the 12 wins? Your hat must be on too tight, bro. <laughs> Excuse me? Pause. <laughs> okay. So, um. They must not know my sarcasm. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at getarculus.com. Yeah, that was yeah, because you for sure uh, was trying to laugh throughout that whole process. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was crazy. That's why I'm like, uh <laughs> Y'all still got Stefan Gilmore? Tyrod not going uh not going well, Y'all, y'all have Gilmore during that time. I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. Y'all didn't have Gilmore during that time. But yeah, that defense is pretty good. Okay, let's go who, over who to the going? tech. Who's next? Uh, the the Jacksonville Jaguars, the team that had the number. They were the worst team in the in the AFC South last year. You think the Jacksonville Jaguars will do better than the Texans? Yes. I, I, no, I, no way in hell. Yes. <laughs> um, here's the situation with the. Obviously, they have the first pick. They drive Trevor Lawrence. They take Travis Etienne with another pick in this in this in another pick. What they got with the Ram, the Rams pick they got in the Jalen Ramsey trade. Obviously, now Urban Meyer's a new head coach. That don't mean nothing. Now the question is, can Trevor Lawrence get this team back to some of his glory days from the Brudell years, Keenan McCardell, Jimmy Smith, Natron Means, Mojo, Mercedes Lewis, those type of those type of teams. But um what are our expectations for Urban Meyer in his first year in the NFL? I said do trash. Urban Meyer trash. Yeah, I'm I'm be honest with you. I don't I don't like I don't really I don't really like the way uh Urban Meyer gets down as a coach, you know, even though I wish, you know, we always said, I, I, you heard me say before, I, I think USC should hire him. Only reason why I thought USC should hire him because I think his cheating would have helped us. So that's the only reason why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. That's the only reason why I said it. Because I don't think the way he coaches, it's not going to help your team in the long. You may, you may get some some quick success, but after that, it's pretty much over. And even he's, then, he doesn't, you know, he's, oh, not, he's not reliable oh, at I all. forgot one thing. What's that? They have Tim Tebow as a, as a tight end. Pause. You talking about the guy that uh that Skip Bailey said blocks better than uh, Shannon Sharp? Yeah, that's totally disrespectful. Um, Shannon Sharp should have fired on him when he said that. I'm about, and I'm gonna bring back the Jaguars later when we talk about the NFC South because they could there's could be a 
possible mm-hmm. trade out there. We'll talk when we bring up the NFC. We'll talk. I'm, we're gonna bring back the Jaguars. Okay. Um, the next team in the AFC South is the Indianapolis Colts, and now obviously they're gonna finish last. <laughs> wow, they're gonna finish last because uh, um, I don't think so. You have, I don't think they're gonna win that many games without uh, Carson. Who's gonna be their quarterback? I think Carson Wentz will be. I, I think when I was reading, there's a good chance Carson Wentz might be back week one. At worst, week at worst. I think the worst case scenario, best case scenario, they're hoping is he's back by week four. Week four or five. I don't think they win a single game without Carson Wentz as their quarterback. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is a great quarterback either, because we already know how I feel about Carson Wentz. So here's the thing with them. I look at the situation is okay, Carson Wentz is there. They you know, they brought back T Y, they they have DeForest Buckner, they drafted the kid from Michigan, Quiddy Pay. Oh yeah, and they just pay, they just paid uh Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard is a man, he is he's very good. Second round pick. By the way, no schools in FCC recruited him. He's from South Carolina. He might be the second or third best linebacker in the league. He's the highest paid one. We know that much now. Um, and then, obviously, they traded for Carson Wentz. He's now on the shelf. Quinn Trash. Nelson, their all-pro left guard, that's is gonna, on, is that's on gonna the hurt. shelf. That's going to hurt That actually, lot. to me, is going to hurt more than them losing Carson Wentz. Yeah, because don't get me don't get me wrong. We all know the quarterback position is the most pivotal position on the field. But when you lose an offensive lineman that's at all, the caliber that uh, Quentin Nelson is, all pro. all pro, possibly he keeps playing the way he's playing, a future Hall of Famer type of guard, just like how Zach Martin is. When you lose those type of guys on your offensive line, there's no replacing them. No. You can bring a quarterback mm-hmm. in to be a game manager, until your main quarterback comes in just to win games. I mean, we've seen things win Super Bowls with game managing quarterbacks. But when your when your best offensive lineman is is um is gone, that there's there's low key no replacing that. Uh, Mark, what you think about the coach, bro? Um, uh, I still think that they're gonna be a better team than uh the the uh Texans and uh Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I still think they're a better team than both of them. Their defense is really good. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, they, their defense is pretty good. So they, they'll, they, they'll, they'll finish probably number two. They was off, uh, off the defense alone. You, yeah, because I'm about to say, you remember, they was top 10 offense and defense last year. I think I think they were. No, they weren't. They were like a, a top five defense last year. Yeah, they were top five. They were top five defense last year. To the Bills and the wild card just didn't make it. And, uh, and the question that I see. That was a good game, too. It was. Isn't Phillip coming back? We don't know that. As of right now, it sounds like Phillip Rivers is retired. He's coaching his son's high school football team. Working on kid number 15. And probably, <laughs> who knows. And we'll see from there. But I don't see him coming back no time soon or coming out or ending his retirement. Um, that leads to the reigning AFC South champions in the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, Another year, Ryan Tannehill's quarterback. They lose their offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith, who becomes the head coach of the uh, a team we're going to talk about in a little bit in the Atlanta Falcons. They trade for Julio Jones. I they cannot lo- stand Ryan Tannehill. They trade for – they lose John New Smith in free agency to the Patriots. They're getting Taylor Lewan back. Um, he's, he's, he's very – he's a very good left tackle. He's – He's one of those left tackles where if you got a if you got a team like like the way their offensive line is set up, he's the perfect left tackle for their team because he's he's a very mean player and he's he's not most I think he's a dirty player, but as for offensive lineman, that's dope. 
So I'm looking at okay. Obviously, everything's gonna. You think everything's supposed to revolve on the quarterback? Everything's gonna revolve around Derrick Henry. And, oh, of course. And how? And can Ryan Tannehill establish a, a chemistry with Julio Jones? Mm, I think it's more so if the um, it's gonna be revolving around most definitely uh, Derrick Henry. But I think for the Titans, in order for them to be good, their defense has to be better. Oh, definitely. If their if their defense is the way it is last year, they're not gonna get away with that again. Like, there's no way in the world they're gonna get away with their defense being that bad for two straight years. Mm. They got to, they got to figure out something, especially considering that their head coach is a defensive player. Mark, what's up with the Titans? Uh, I think they'll win a division again. Um, I'm with Nick. Their defense got to get better. If they if they want to make some 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 real noise in the playoffs, their defense have to get better. Offensively, Facts. I think they can play. I think they can play with uh, anybody because they have the best running back, and they have a really uh, good receiving duel. Uh, but you need you need your defense to at least hold hold teams down a little bit. Play action gonna be crazy with Tennessee. It really is. That's gonna be insane. <laughs> Let's move over to the NFC South. Obviously, the the worst team in the NFC South last year was the Falcons. They have a new head coach and Arthur Smith, who was the OC for the Titans last year. If the worst team in their division is the Falcons, they were last that's year. That's a that's a that's a rough division. And obviously, um, they draft Kyle Pitts with the fourth pick. Did y'all see him in practice? Yeah, he's a problem. Oh my God, this dude he might be he might be top five in the league already. He's definitely gonna be top five. He's gonna be definitely a top five fantasy tight end. We'll talk about that in a minute. Pause. Yeah. Well. Um, so I, foot fantasy football, Mark. Chill. I, uh, I know one thing though. You know, I, I was cool with my boy uh, Darren Waller being number three, but man, look, he he makes up number four this year. Kyle Pitts ain't no joke. Yeah. So Matt Ryan, the question, Matt Ryan's probably in the near the end of the road, but obviously they don't have a successor yet, and I don't know who to run, how to have a running game. There's no Julio now. Calvin Ridley's going to be the number one receiver. No, he's not. I mean, who's going to be number one receiver then? Kyle Pitts. <laughs> that is a good point. It probably will be it's Kyle gonna Pitts. It's going to be Kyle Pitts. But Arthur Smith, he's a first-time head coach. Obviously, we know his offense was run-centric in Tennessee. I don't see that bell cow running back with the with the Falcons. So, I'm wondering. He's off, how, he's an offensive coach? He's an offensive coordinator. He was an offensive coordinator. I'm wondering what is this going to be his philosophy with, with the Falcons? I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't really trust offensive coordinators who become head coaches who are like run first type of um, type of uh, coordinators because not every team can run the ball. And you know, if, if a big part of your success is running the ball, not every team can run the ball. Like there's a, there's most definitely a lot of teams that pass the ball way better than running the ball. I think an offensive coordinator who's creative in the passing game is way more valuable than a guy who's successful in the running game. That's just me. And I'm a de- and I'm a defensive player. Mark, what's going to happen with the Falcons this year? Are they, are, I mean, can they I mean are are, are they are, are they really finna hit the restart or, or do they got one more run with Matt with Matty Ice? No, they did Gurley be picked? No, Gurley's still a free agent. No, they no, Atlanta's Atlanta's done. Um it's going to be fun to watch them with uh Cal Pitts, but uh Last in division again. Let's move. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the next team because this team could also be last in that division. That's the Carolina Panthers. That's the team that's going to be last. Um, they trade for Sam Darnold. 
they draft J.C. Horn with the fir- with their first round pick. Matt Rules in his second year as a head coach. Obviously, they're they hopefully they get a healthy Christian McCaffrey back this year. That 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 will help a lot. And um, obviously they just I I don't know what to expect from them. I think obviously they didn't draft a quarterback, which maybe shocked a lot of people. I think they're also a team to look out for in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes if he ever becomes available. Um, I don't think they make another trade. I think, but um, I think, I, I, think, think I think they're cool with. Uh, but I think it's probably going to be Sam Darnold. Darnold but, yeah, but now they need to put the team around Sam Darnold if he's going to be the guy, and Sam Darnold's going to just come in there and play. You now you got another. You, you're out of the the infestation of the New York Jets, and he has a lot Ooh. of. He actually has a lot of help over there too, considering that they got uh Robbie Anderson over there, who, who was his number one. Robbie target. Anderson, right? Yeah, he, that's a good point. He's he was, there. Yeah, he was in, he was his number one target over there uh, with the Jets. Who Mark? Who who Matt Rule coached at Temple, by the way? Yeah, I mean uh that um they have they saw Devin Funches over there. No, he's gone. No, now. he's gone. So they do they still have uh uh what's what's his name? Greg Olson retired. I know Greg Olson's gone. What's the other? See, uh, DJ Moore. He's still there. Yes. Okay, still got DJ Moore, got uh Robbie Anderson over there, uh McCaffrey. Um they worked on the offensive line. Um I know Luke Kinkley retired, which is a huge, huge loss for them. Huge, that was a huge loss. Yeah, that there's no replacing that. That's that's ridiculous. Hall unless of, you, unless you, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. Unless they draft another uh Hall of Fame uh, linebacker, that's that's a loss for them. Um, the pass rush, man, it's fifty fifty. It has it has its moments. They have a good secondary over there. Obviously, they drafted J.C. Horn, Joe and, Horn, yeah, the son of Joe Horn. To add with uh with uh what's his name um uh uh, uh what's his name is it Dante Jackson is Jackson and um is, is is what's his name over there too uh Broadberry he's still there James no he's a, he's with the Giants he's with the Giants now yeah and then they got uh, they they got the kid Jeremy Chin who they took in the third round last last year. Mm-hmm. He he was a candidate for defensive rookie of the year. We know we yeah. all know with the Trace Young. What you think, Mark, about 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 the Panthers, man? Hello, Mark. You there? Oh, oh, go there ahead. We go. There we go. There we go. Uh, Talk. Um, I think the Panthers gonna be a solid team. Uh, they go. I think the same thing. They go finish third in that division. Uh, but the offense is gonna be all right. Hopefully, Sam Darnold can. Uh, Show that he he's actually a decent quarterback in the NFL. Uh, while he's with Carolina now, he got out that that Jets green. Yeah. Well, let's talk about another team who's also gonna who's gonna be having another a new quarterback taking snaps this year, and that is. And that, it was shout out to my guy Ulysses in the building, which we're about to talk about your New Orleans Saints. Okay, the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees is retired. They're done. Jameis Winston, it's either going to be Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. It's going to be Jameis Winston. Yeah, it better be Jameis Winston. I mean, if, if, they're, if they're smart, they're going with Jameis Winston. There's oh, no way. Jameis, Jameis, learn how to run, run between the, the the you know, he can. Mm-hmm. He, he had a hard pause. He had a hard time <laughs> running between the tackling dummies. Uh, yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> so they still have Alvin Kamara, who's oh, running, probably one of the best running backs in football. Balls. Um, let me let me be honest with you. Um, this is what I would do if I was the uh, Saints. First thing I would do is I would trade away crybaby Michael Thomas, and that's exactly where I want to start, man. <laughs> trade away because this dude that 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 alone the surgery thing. 
It's the same thing that Shaq did. I didn't agree with it when Shaq did it. I don't agree with it right now. It's it's ridiculous. Go ahead, John. Michael Thomas in 2019, he signed an endorsement deal with Jordan Brand. Am I correct? Yep. Yes. He signed a hundred million dollar contract. Am I correct? Yep. Yes. He was named Offensive Player of the Year. Am I correct? Yep. Yes. He got injured week one of the 2020 season. Am I correct? Yep. He mm-hmm. got in a fight with a teammate and was suspended last year. Am I correct? Yep. He was he the Saints season ended in January when they lost to the eventual Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Am I correct? Yep. Why does it take you five months to have surgery? Because he does not. You know what it is? I think he found he he sat in the mirror this offseason and remembered that all this trash talk that you've been doing over the years, mm-hmm. you were doing that with Drew Brees as your quarterback. Now you got Jameis, homeboy. Now you got Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill, and you really don't know if you're going to be a can't guard Mike this year, which I, you're not. I know. I I, I know. Uh, we make jokes with Jameis Winston, but we also got to realize that the year he he went thirty for thirty, he he also threw uh, five thousand yards. So oh yeah, he can he can get the job done. He's got to get the turnovers down, man. Yeah, if he, if he can, if he can at least cut the turnovers in half. That'll be perfect because a lot of those turnovers yep. turn into points. Yep. If you can a go lot from, of like, them. like you said, if you can go thirty, not even half. If you go from thirty interceptions, let's say to twenty interceptions. That's ten more possessions that you you give in your team. You never know yeah. what can happen with that. Yeah. Eli went to a Super Bowl with twenty interceptions. Go ahead. So now on to this Michael Thomas situation. That I stated. Overrated. Yes, he is. Yeah, the guy who you, who some people said was the best receiver in football, and yeah, no, you're not. DeAndre Hopkins said, said no, you're not. You're not the best receiver in football, fam. I'm sorry. So there's CBS Sports put out a list of trade possible landing spots for Michael Thomas, and I know I got a Saints fan here. My my guy Ulysses in here, and he and they ranked them. These were the top um, trading landing spots for Michael Thomas. At number seven, they have the Philadelphia Eagles. No way in hell. Go ahead. Number six, the Jets. Mm. Uh, I guess. Put him there with Zach Wilson. Shout out to mm-hmm. yeah. Stiffler's mom. I would. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs. Mm. Man, please. Him and Tyreek. Now, 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 that, now that, that looks nice on paper, but I don't think that's going to happen. Mm. Now, I'm just thinking about I'm just thinking about on paper. But, okay, yeah, I'm thinking about paper. I, on paper, that's crazy. I, I, Chiefs, I Chiefs wouldn't I, care I, about no first-round picks if they knew they can get Michael Thomas, Tyreek, man, and Travis Kelsey. Man, they'll give them uh, two first-round picks and two second and two thirds to make that trade happen. I have I have a team in my head right now, and, and uh, I hope you say it. Okay, we'll see. Number four, the Patriots. Uh, I don't know. They said Cam Newton um, been passing the ball better uh, lately during uh, camp. We'll see. <laughs> Number three, the Ravens. Yeah, right. Continue. B, get on the mic, man. The Chargers? The Chargers are number two. Why? B, Ooh, would, you, would, would you trade Would you trade some picks and maybe a player or two to get Michael Thomas? They're going to have to trade somebody because they they're already, got, have, they're already they got two Pro Bowl receivers. They will have, probably have to trade one. I'm assuming they'll trade Mike Williams because he hasn't got paid yet. Or they might have to trade Keenan Allen just to make the salary. They're work. not trading Keenan Allen. He's not going, He's not going so nowhere. You trade some, picks and Mike, trade some picks and Mike Williams to get Michael Thomas? Out of there. <laughs> I don't know. Mike Williams is nice. Him, Austin Eckler with uh, with Keenan Allen, Justin, Justin. I, I don't know how Michael Thomas would work out as a second option, though. I don't. I think he'd be one of those dudes that'll mess everything up. 
That's the way I feel about that. I think the Chargers, what they have right now, receiver is perfect. I think the Chargers could have used uh, uh, Kyle Pitts as a draft pick, but I'm pretty sure they're not Mark, tripping off of having Mark, Rashawn yeah, Slater. Yeah, Mark suggested that. Yeah. Um, Make the trade. Okay, and then number one, this one I didn't understand, but then after I heard about it, I, it dawned on me. What's that? The Jaguars. Who was Michael Thomas's college coach? Urban Meyer. Trade him. Put it, put him in the Urban Meyer offense with Trevor Lawrence with Travis Etienne. Man, that'll be a cold team. That's gonna go um six and ten. Mark, did, did did the team you were thinking about was that were they on that list? Uh, no. What team were you thinking about? Green Bay. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. JD Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. There's no way. That's not going to work because Aaron Rodgers ain't going to be there. And two, they're not going to trade him to a team that's going to basically... Dog walked in when they play him. In the playoff. I guarantee they'll try to trade him out of the a- NFC. He's not getting traded within the NFC at all. There's no way. They're not that stupid. They are. We'll see. Well, we'll keep an eye on this story because obviously. They are stupid. We'll they got Taysom Hills, they quarterback. Well, go ahead. Well, they, they don't have a GOAT like Tom Brady, like the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are back with all 22 starters on offense and defense. And they have a full training camp with Antonio Brown, with Mike Evans, with Chris Godwin, a returning O.J. Howard, I might add. That's Now, that right there is going to be the scariest thing because Tom Brady, we, we all know how Tom Brady is with, uh, with, his, with his short passing. And O.J. Howard, so people know who O.J. Howard is. O.J. Howard is, he's very good. He's so, going to be a big difference maker in that offense. Hey, so you have hey, three. They 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 got uh, what you would call it back too, right? What, what's that little uh, receiver name? Scotty Miller. Yeah, nobody. He's he's, he's, he's on he, the he's on a rookie contract. Yeah, he's going nowhere. He's not. They they brought back the whole. Cameron, tw- and they still got Cameron Break. They still have all twenty two. Their their first twenty two starters on offense and defense. Mark. Mm-hmm. Which includes them drafting um, Joe Trinan from Washington in the first in the end of the first round. They they brought back Shaq Barrett. They brought back Sue. They brought back Fournette. They too bad they ain't winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and yeah, and Tom, well, and Tom, and Tom Brady is is the goat. We gotta we gotta uh, get that question out of everybody here. There's no there's no question. By the way, they brought up the other day um, during the draft who's on the Mount Rushmore quarterbacks. Mine personally is Brady, Manning, Peyton, and um, and Elway. Excuse me, you said Peyton twice. Brady, <laughs> Manning, Montana, and Elway. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, that's it. Okay, Brady, Montana, Peyton, and then Elway. Or no, that's my Mount Rushmore. Um, Nick, Nick, what's yours? Uh, 
I got um I got Peyton. I got Montana. I got um, – Why you just not just say Brady first and get it out the way, man? What? No, I don't think Brady's the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think that – I'm one of those people that honestly think if you would have um, gave Peyton Manning that defense that Tom Brady had early on, it would have been the same exact results, if not better. I'm going to be real. What's up, B? Go ahead. So, who, so, so, so you, who's your who's – your, completely Mount Rushmore. All right, so it's – uh. I got Peyton, <laughs> I got Tom Brady, I got Montana, and he said Brady. He said Brady meant the goat. Brady got three Hall. Brady got three Hall of Fame careers in one. That's cool. It's funny, man. That's cool. He also had Bill Belichick over there running that not, defense the ninety percent of the time. That's cool. He was running that defense last year too. Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. yeah. Who got tra- who got trash receivers? Brady had trash receivers. Brady I had mean, trash oh yeah, he did. So who's but, the fourth? Um, the fourth one. Ooh, I'm not. I'm definitely not putting Brett Favre at uh, anything with my the, quarterback list. The Ben, the Ben, the Brett Star. Nah, he, he, he said better saying, He better saying Bart Star. He said Brett Favre. He uh, maybe he combined it. I don't know. Nah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Warren Moon, so I don't know. You I, got Warren Moon in the top four? Yeah. What about you, Mark? Yeah. I got uh, I got Brady, Montana, Dan Marino, and Peyton. Okay. Yeah, Dan, B, Dan B, you got a Mount Rushmore quarterbacks? In that order, too. Okay. All right. Mm. And ladies and gentlemen, that is our t- okay. Now that we find did our two a days. Let's make our predictions for our weekly stat predictions for who this this week we'll talk about rushing stats. So last week did our pass. Did we miss a team? No, we did it. No, we did, we did all of them. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. So who do we have? Obviously, we all know Derrick Henry was offensive player of the year. He led the league with over two thousand yards rushing. Hey, I caught that. You did. Who's 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 leading who's who's leading the NFL in rushing this year? Um, I want to say him, but it's very difficult for you to consistently get a uh, get a rushing title. You know, you might you know even like even for the greats, like they may get like two, uh, th- like like two of them, but then you know might end up in like number two or number three this year. So co- to be consistently getting uh, number one rushing, especially um, in today's game too, is kind of different. So who you got? Um, I think I want to say Derrick Henry, but I'm really I'm really going towards Dalvin Cook for some reason. I'm glad I changed my mind because I swear I was thinking Dalvin Cook. Um, yeah. I'm going Nick Chubb. Mm, John, I, that's who. Was, if I, if I didn't pick Derrick Henry, I was gonna pick Nick Chubb. But I'm going so, with Derrick Henry. All right, who leads the league in rushing touchdowns? Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamara. Alvin Kamara. See, I'm going. On, only reason why I say that because, like, Alvin Kamara, even from college, he's a, he's a touchdown wait, machine. Wait, 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 wait. You said rushing touchdowns or just touchdowns? From rushing the... touchdowns. Oh, uh, no. Nah. Um, that might be Nick Chubb. Okay. I was going to say – I'm probably going to say – I think I'm gonna say Derrick Henry. So mm. uh, amazing. Me and Mark just flip, just flip flopped and took 
He, so I'm, I'm going to say Derrick Henry. <laughs> well, pause. So next week, we'll recap. The, we're going to look ahead to the AFC, NFC East, and we're going to talk receiving next week. Let's talk some hoops before we on our way out, gentlemen. Oh, man. A lot to talk on the hoop. On the hoop. So let, real quick, rapid fire as we recap NBA free agency. Uh-huh. Winners and losers. That's who was the biggest winner in free all, the entire NBA offseason? The, the Chicago Bulls. Mark. Uh, yeah, the Bulls. Uh, uh, but the Lakers. Well, that's well, you we well, uh, gotta ask me. Y'all know who my answer. The, is. the Lakers look good on paper, but I, I think like the 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 Bulls made moves that is going to affect them more than. Just the upcoming season, if that makes sense. You feel me? Kenzie said he thinks Zeke he Zeke what leading yards or touchdowns. So man, Zeke better worry about. Uh, never mind. By the way, Hard Knocks is now on our HBO Max. Go watch man. after you finish watching us. I was about to say something crazy. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I said obviously I'm saying the Lakers, so you know you gotta ask me why. I mean Russell Westbrook <laughs> in discussion. Um, who were the biggest losers in, in the off season? Um, I have a weird stat about Russell Westbrook too, but. What's the stat? All the superstars he played with, their best scoring year came with him at point guard. Oh, yeah, I seen that. Uh, Kevin Durant's uh, highest scoring year was with uh, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, his and, highest and, scoring year in general, his highest scoring years in general over there in OKC, so it makes a lot of sense. And PG. Uh, uh, PG had a breakout year. He's coming off, he was, that, was his, that was his first breakout year after the injury. And okay. Harden. All right, I'm going to say the biggest loser this free agency. I don't know. Like, Mark, I'm with you. What is New Orleans doing? You signed Devontae Graham to an offer sheet. You're, you're in talks about maybe trying to get Lori marketing. Y'all want to run Zion out of town within the first three years of his contract? Uh, run Zion out of town in a year? Are, I, those the are, Devontae those Graham are, move was a good move. Lori marketing be a good move, too. Yeah, those are good moves. That's 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 extra shooting. That's, that's, uh, I, Devontae Graham was cheaper than Lonzo Ball. Yep. Um, Lori Marketing like, gives them a legit like he could be a legit six man on that team. Mm-hmm. Are you trading a first round pick for Lori Marketing? Lori Marketing has the potential to be very good. I think Lori Marketing's problem was, like this. Are he you, was in, he was in a bad situation. I'm like this. Are you paying Lori Marketing seventeen million? Am I paying him seventeen million? Yeah. Um. Because that's what he's going to get in a signing trade. For for what he could bring, yeah. To be I, honest, maybe, it's, it's, not, it's not that bad. Maybe I'm just – I mean, maybe because maybe they, I like Devontae Graham. And then this is it. The Murray marketing deal is not even done yet. Yeah. We, so we, that, that's just hearsay. But I don't know. Maybe just some – maybe just something I'm like – something with New Orleans just seems off. I don't know. They, they didn't resign Josh they, – they didn't resign Josh Hart. Where'd he go? He's still on the streets. What? Yes. Why is the Lakers not going after him? Bruh! Right now, he's still considered restricted. Well, that, and he's still considered restricted until, unless New Orleans rescinds his qualifying offer and make him unrestricted, <laughs> then they can go after him. But right now, he's restricted. It's a couple of teams that can go after Josh Hart. Josh Hart is a winner. Jerry West. That's what I'm saying. He's still on the streets. Um, Jerry West. I want to bring up a debate, and then we're going to call our names after that. So, debate between Mark and Nick happened in our group chat, and I want to shout out the Homie Studio podcast because they started it with this question about 
Clay versus Damon. Now, obviously, I listen. We listened to the podcast. So shout out to Shades um, about you know what was the situation? Would you take Clay over Dame? And nope. and um and I guess you made the point where he make he was making a point where you know he basically saying that you know Dame is a is a, you know I mean that Clay you know is a spot up shooter which which, which he kind of is a catch and shooter. He is. And he's no don't get me wrong, he's very good at it. One of the best at it. Do not get me wrong. But Dame's offensive game is just more complete. So y'all ended up making this a even more crazier debate because y'all de- were debating Reggie Miller and Clay Thompson. The only th- this is what I'm saying about Clay Thompson. I need Clay Thompson. And, it's, and he may not never get this opportunity um, to do it, and you know, but I need for him to be the man on his team, like doing that on his team, for me to say, for me to put him above Reggie uh, Miller. That's just me. I'm not saying he's too, he's too, like like Reggie's like light years ahead of him, but in order for me, because I seen you know the, the games are similar, but I seen Reggie be the Batman. And do all this, and gotten his team somewhere, you know. Maybe, maybe like Mark said, maybe if uh, if uh, if Reggie would decide to be a Robin, maybe he would have won a championship. <laughs> Who knows? But me seeing me seeing Reggie as a bad man and what he did, where he led his team, and to be honest, only team he really couldn't beat uh, on a consistent basis was the Bulls. And who the hell was during that time? Let's just be honest. Nobody's beating the Bulls during that time, no matter how good your team was in the East you're going to eventually lose to the Bulls. It's just like that. So, unless that unless that one, unless that one year uh Orlando got the fluke win against them. Mark, explain your situation. Oh, yeah, I want Oh, yeah, these I I meant to bring this up. Um before and let Mark go before Mark goes. So, Dennis Schroeder. No, no, that's called no names. Okay. I'll say that for, I'll say yeah. that for calling no names. Okay. Go ahead, Mark. Uh I think both of them are Robin. I think uh, Reggie Miller played in an era where you can score 74 points and win. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't fly in today's game. So I think that the, the, the generation difference is, what, uh, is, is what's making it seem so much of a big difference between a Batman and Robin with uh, Reggie Miller and Clay. They both do the same. They both have the same type of game. They both not give you more than two dribbles. Um they both really great shooters. Clay is a better defender uh, and a better rebounder. Uh, but I think they both. I think they both Robins, and it's, and it's not no shade at being both Robins. So did it was the app was the 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 premise of this debate was is could Reggie Miller be is Re, is Reggie a Robin or is it or is Clay, well we all know Clay's a Robin. So is the premise that Reggie Miller would be more of a Robin? If he played in this era with Clay, like if he was teammates with Steph, is this the premise of this debate? No matter, look, it don't matter who who it was. Both of them would have been uh, Steph's Robin. Yep. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's true. true. Let, let's that's, let's that's, just break, let's just break all the way down. That's definitely It doesn't true. matter. Both of them. It doesn't matter what Reggie was doing, and you know I'm a big Reggie fan. But what Steph Curry brings to the court is just ridiculous. And no matter who would have been on his, t- or whoever it was, either one of them, they both would have been Robins. It wouldn't have mattered. It took, it took somebody like a Kevin Durant to come over there and be the best player on that team. Like that's how yeah, serious that, Steph is. That's, yeah, that's, that's how real. Serious, that's how serious Steph is. 
But I do feel like the, the original debate was Dame versus Clay. Would you take Dame or Clay? I'm taking Dame if you start the team from scratch. Yeah, most definitely. If you start yeah. a team from scratch, you have to go with a guy like Damian Lillard. Yeah, I'm taking Dame. But Clay does a whole the healthy Clay does a whole lot on the court. I see. So we got we're gonna put we're gonna have to make this a we're gonna somehow make this a poll question and post it on our sports for you social medias and let the let the listeners chime in on it, see what they think. But let's get to our final segment of the day. It's time for the segment that's often imitated, it's never duplicated. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for calling out names. Our boy Dolly's favorite segment. Shout out to Too Much Game. Shout out to Dolly. Shout out to Dolly. Um, I'm going to start first with Joey Votto of the Cincinnati Reds. He was on the Dan Patrick show last week, and he says fans should stop booing the Houston Astros. Nope. Let me be perfectly clear, Joey Votto. You have to be a Dodger fan to know what that is like for us to tell us not to boo. You got to be out of your mind if you think we're going to stop booing the Astros. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more. And see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Absolutely not. You are wrong. Who is Joey Votto? What team is Joey Votto playing for? He's the first baseman for the Cincinnati Reds. So why is he talking about the, the Dodgers booing Houston? He, he, was on, he was on Dan Patrick, and the question was asked, do people... Should people stop booing the Astros? Oh, okay. and he thought they should. And I'm like, dude, you have you are out of line. Oh, okay. So he didn't say the Dodgers specifically. He was just saying teams. Stop booing. Yeah, he, he said, said teams. Yes. No, they shouldn't. No, Let this- me tell you something. First and foremost, you cannot tell fans not to boo somebody. That's literally part of sports. It doesn't matter what the thing is, whatever whatever it's about. If they want to boo, they're going to boo, especially in the situation. That the uh that the Astros did. They deserve all types of uh booze and all all this little stuff they getting. They um they deserve because they most definitely were cheating. They got caught. Hey, that's the way it is. The Patriots went through the same thing. The Patriots still go through the same thing. Tom Brady not even there no more. They still get accused of cheating. Pretty much. My next person I'm calling out is Clay Travis. That's the racing <sighs> food, right? Yes. So Clay Travis, as he normally does, like most people who hate who are who are who are hate. He went at LeBron James again. What else is new? Mm-hmm. What did LeBron do now? All LeBron did was get his have the number one movie in the country, and he didn't need China's help to do it. Mm. So, uh, so Clay Travis said that the I guess the head of, I guess the I guess the head council over in China is they are stopping. They're making sure Space Jam is not being aired in China. And then Clay Travis came out and said. Well, LeBron's going to lose $200 million because he doesn't have China because he got woke and all this other stuff, and he didn't stand up for human rights. Once again, it's, Are a, you kidding me? it's another example of someone bringing up China when it's convenient and only bringing that up just because you want to play KTO to your conservative crowd who you 
who you pander to every day. And then Darren Ravel from the Action Network went out and said Space Jam has made 135 million box office and LeBron and 75 million in merchandise sales. That's 210 million. So I don't think LeBron is hurting for 200 million in China, baby. Pretty much. Because he's already made that made more of that in domestically here in the United States. China's good. The extra money be good. But he's all, but he's okay. And this is with HBO Max. Yes. And you're not forgetting the streaming money as well. So Trey Travis, swung, you missed again. Mm. And you're gonna keep missing because you on that being on that racist stuff. Pretty much. I gotta call out Dolphins Twitter. What happened with Dolphins Twitter? You haven't seen this story. I saw this today. They're suing Joy Taylor. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you continue. Are you kidding me? Are they suing uh, Joy Taylor about that uh, story? Which story? The story she has said about uh, Jason Taylor and the um, and, and, uh, up on, that, on the podcast? No, it's not that. Oh, okay. I was about to say, are you serious? No, she. they're suing her because for $25,000 because she said that Tua, that she's not sold on Tua as a quarterback. But the Cincinnati Bengals should give Joe Burrow time because coming back from injuries are mental is meant is mental. And I'm like and I'm like, let me be perfectly clear to Dolphins Twitter. You know Joy Taylor is a Dolphins fan, right? One of the biggest damn Dolphins fans. And do you forget who her brother was? Or is? Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, Jason, Jason Taylor, Taylor, who played for who? The Miami Dolphins. And Washington. And he Wait. stole money from there, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they gave the money to him, so Wait. that was their fault. We forgot the Jets as well, but he stole money that from That don't count. He said he stole money from Washington. He Wait. definitely stole money from them. No, no. They're suing, the Twitter is suing somebody? Dolphins Twitter, which is a bunch of Dolphins fans, are suing Joy Taylor for $25,000 for basically talking about, to, for bashing Tua. Damn. All right, and so she said, and then twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? Man, go and play the um the soundbite. No, the real are one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, uh, not that one. Not yet. Um, so yeah, so she, so I'm like, you guys gotta be, you're crazy. All right, Mark. Who, so they should sue all the talking, all the talking heads on ESPN, FS1, etc. Pretty much. By the way, Joey Taylor used to host local radio in Miami. So mm. she's not just Jason Taylor's brother. Before she became a national TV personality at FS1, she was actually doing media stuff as well. So for everybody who yep. thinks she's being me and Miss National hot take person, no, she's actually a real Dolphins fan, and she knows football. Go ahead, Mark. I'm calling out the great Dennis. Sh- what's his name? Schroeder. Yes. Yes. His name yes. Right. Yeah. Hey, I went. I, I should have texted B and told him to have that uh, DJ Khaled sound by DJ Khaled. Say uh, congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly what he did. Yeah, that's what he, he did. turned down a four-year, right, John? Yes. Four-year, eighty-four million dollar contract offer with the Lakers. Yes. To sign a one-year, uh, six million dollar. Uh, deal with Boston. Don't get me wrong, six million dollars is still a lot for for people who who don't have it. Um, but when you had eighty four sitting on your table, your grandkids yeah, yeah. are definitely punching the air. 
Yeah, for the people who really got really put that into perspective. So, um, he's that's joined. six million. That's six million dollars, right? Yeah. And let's say he that's four years. Four times six is what? Twenty four. Yeah. Um, he would been roughly getting around that much per year if he would have signed that contract. Yeah. Um, he joined an, an illustrious list of players who had contract offers and they turned them down. Starting with the great Latrell Sprewell, who had a $21 million off, three-year $21 million offer from the Minnesota Timberwolves, but said that wasn't enough to feed his family in his <laughs> career. And a year later, he, was, uh, he wasn't offered a deal and his career was over. Yeah, that was... Are you kidding me? That was the ultimate karma right there. Bonzi Wells... Who had a five-year, $36 million offer on the table from the Sacramento Kings. Turned it down. Only to sign a two-year deal. A two-year, $5 million deal with the Houston Rockets. Nerlens Noel. Oh, God. Is probably the biggest culprit of this. I don't know. I think, that before Schroeder. Yeah, I would say Schroeder for show stole the show. Before Schroeder. He had a four-year, $70 million offer from the Dallas Mavericks. He was never going to get that deal from nobody. Turned it down else. and had to settle for a one-year, $4.1 million deal. With the Dallas Mavericks. With the Dallas Mavericks. The same team. And now Dennis Schroeder. He's the only one on this list who ended up staying with the same team. Or mm. Now, Dennis Schroeder, you have joined the You Played Yourself Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Yeah. Working on anybody else? Uh. Nah, he stole the show this week. Show did. Go ahead, Nick. All right. Uh, first person I'm gonna call out is uh Tory Hope. Oh boy. You mean to tell me that you believe that you and Isaac Bruce were the best uh, receiver duo of all time? Let me tell you something. You said that you're better than Chris Carter and Randy Moss, right? Neither one of y'all are better than Chris Carter. How in the world are y'all, how in the world do, are two players not better than one of the players of a duo? Yeah, they're not better. I didn't, they're not I even, the they're not better the than duo. the let, th- thank you, you're not better than the lesser player of the duo. I can't say weaker because Chris Carter was ridiculous. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but the lesser player in that duo, you were not, yeah, he, neither one of y'all are better than. Let me tell you what Chris Carter said about it. He don't like comparing his himself to other players. He really doesn't. But since Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt threw his name into the discussion, he's just going to tell them what Nick just said. You're not better than me. You're not better than Randy Moss. And we had the same amount of touchdowns y'all had in a lesser amount of time. Sure did. Now, I do have a question. Yes. yes. They're, not better. they're not better than that duel. No. No, they're not. But what, no. other, duels, what other duels better than them? Better than... Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt, uh-huh. all time. I don't. Uh-huh. I can't name. I can't name many. I can't think of. I can't think of anything right now. But uh, they might be number two. Honestly, they might be number two, especially in that era when they played. I don't think there's a better receiver, two receiver duo. I, I do. Who Out, outside of Moss and and Chris Carter? Who else? Were they better than Jay Rice and To? What with the Raiders? No, when. Hey, watch out, man! You ain't funny about that. Watch out, Jerry Rice and T.O. <laughs> Remember, well, T.O. was T.O. T.O. when he was with. I mean, when Jerry Rice was there, though. 
T.O. was nice over there in Frisco. I mean, he was, but was he? Man, he was ridiculous over there. Um, if he wouldn't drop so many passes. Early T.O. Had, had had the issue with the drops. Yeah. He got, he got early, over that. Early T, er, was early T.O. better than e- either Isaac Bruce or Torrio? Early T.O. No. Maybe about second year T.O. was. Second or third year T.O. was. That's still, he's talking about like the early years in general. Like I, uh, Early years in general? Yeah. Oh, yes. Philly T.O. was better than Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. Cowboys T.O. was better than Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. What was the what was the, uh, Buffalo, the best T.O.? Buffalo Bill was. Eagles. Eagles. Eagles T.O. And Buffalo T.O. was nice, too. Hold on. He still had like about 1,100 that year. Bengals T.O. was Bengals T.O. was nice. Metal. He had 900 yards. Yeah. T.O., yeah. Buffalo. Huh? How many drops he had for Buffalo? You oh, tell me. You, you're, I don't know, you're, man. He was, you're, you're the captain he was, of Bills he was, Mafia. He was, a, he was an old man during that time, man. You tell me. He, you're the captain of Bills Mafia. He, 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 he probably had a team on the top of yard. Anyway, what, go uh, ahead. You talking about uh, J.P. Lawson? No. Uh, uh, yeah. Ooh. It don't matter if he hit his hands. It don't matter who threw it to him. I could have threw it to him. Wow. He hit his hands. He's supposed to catch it. Wow. Nicky, you got anybody else? Oh, yeah. I have LAPD. Oh, wow. I think I know where this is going. So, Nick, you didn't even send me the video, dog. My bad, dog. I'm going to send it to you after this. Um, For all of you who don't know about this, um, there was an altercation between the LAPD and and Jackson Hayes. For those who know who Jackson Hayes is, he's a young center for the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, uh, he stays out here. Pretty good. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's real good. And um, he was arrested. And his charges were resisting arrest. That was it. Are you kidding me? Now, we saw the video. Now, um, in the video, it shows that uh, it was Jackson Hayes. He was on the ground, and there was about three or four police officers. One police officer had both his hands on his forehead, pressing his head down. Other, another officer was like had his shoulder. It was like around his shoulders, pressing him down. And another one was like laying on top of his uh, like his waist and leg area. So. They said throughout that process that he was complaining that they were on his neck and he couldn't like he couldn't breathe at one point. And you could hear his friend in the background saying um, that what actually happened. The police came over there and they, they tried to go into his house and he said no. And it led to an altercation where an officer pushed him and he pushed the officer back. And that's where all that happened. Mm. Now. Now, with that being said. He gets tased while on the ground. They end up sending like about four or five other police officers over there. You know, it's causing this big, it was just a big uh, fiasco going on. So the other day, LAPD's uh, union sends a letter to uh, Adam Silver, a four page letter saying that they uh, want him to apologize for calling the officers the N-word. Pause the beat. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something right now. Um, when you hear the term, this person has been arrested for a resisting arrest, and that's the only charge. That is BS. You have to, in order for you to be arrested, there has to be a plausible cause. Since there's no cause, why would he be resisting arrest? They were called over there. Supposedly, because uh, of domestic disturbance, 
In other words, one of his neighbors called the police to go up over there because they were loud. Right. That's what it came down to. LAPD, you pretty much, you tased this dude, had him pinned down on the ground, all this other little stuff, and you guys sent a four-page letter saying that you were offended because he called you the N-word? And that's calling out names. Mark, what you going to say about Find Final word on that, bro. Nope, not on this show. All right, say that for tomorrow. Nope, um, I'm keeping this show on. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping this show on air. Okay, say that for no rules. Um, next week we're gonna preview the NFC and the AFC East. Uh oh. So Mark's gonna have a lot to say about his Buffalo Bills. We might as well get ready to queue up that Bills Mafia next week. Being ready. Um, no. <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> wow. Bills Mafia every week. Don't we kill, you don't want to play that Benny the Butcher. No, what you got against Griselda? Got something against Griselda, I guess. Um, Griselda, cool, but um, well, 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 listen, he played that. He played that stupid Chargers song. <laughs> well, San Diego Superchargers, huh? All right. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about <laughs> latest on latest in the summer league. This song is terrible. The latest in the summer league, obviously preseason week one will be will be a wrap. We'll recap the first week of the preseason. And we'll be looking at the week two. Beverly, preseason is only three weeks this year. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So we're really going to end the show like this, huh? This is really how we're going to end the show, huh? Oh, I was about so, to say something. I, this sound like I almost Man, don't say it. Uh, man. <laughs> man, so, don't say it. This is so disrespectful. Nope. Man, you about to get nope. the show shut down. Really? <laughs> nope. I, I, I was about nope. to get the show shut down. Nope. <laughs> nope. Let it there. <laughs> I swear to God, we're in LA now. Um, that sounds like a lot of uh, powdery uh, substances were involved with this song. You Charger fans are killing me right now. You're killing me, Smalls. You wel- uh, you welcome, Kenzie, man. Let's get it. Oh, God. Look, I'll see y'all. Uh, look, Charger fans, I'll see y'all December 12th, and hopefully I'll see y'all January 2nd. This is crazy, man. This is crazy. This is crazy, man. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Mark, you stupid, man. <laughs> what did he say? He said, read the text. Read the text. Nah, no, relax. Just relax. Just relax. Don't, 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 don't say it on air. Just, re- yeah. Y'all want to know what Mark said? <laughs> ask, ask about it tomorrow on No Rules, okay? Um, but nah, thank they, y'all. They might as well ask now. No. Nah. Ain't no, ain't no No Rules tomorrow. They can go ask now. Oh, no. <laughs> We won't have a show next week. <laughs> oh, hold the heck up. By the way, shout out to Lisa. She just texted me. Uh-huh. Man, she said the... Oh. All right, so yeah, the Broncos tickets are getting, pri- getting a little pricey. But okay, I see it. Okay. Who, the Chargers and the Broncos? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at... Uh, well, I, I seen these. The lowest tickets that's is 56. Gonna... Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I'm I'm, 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 I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Hold I just got to find me. I'm debating, do I want to buy a new Atwater or do I want to buy a new Champ? Hmm. Oh, we have the results of the uh, uh nobody Kay Cunningham, Jalen Green game. What are the results as, as one or we have, bro? Uh, Detroit lost uh, ninety-one to one eleven. Um, let me see here. Who who had who who had the who ball? K Cunningham had uh twenty points. He had seven fouls, uh, two assists and four rebounds. How many fouls? You could have uh, you could have more than five fouls and um, <laughs> so you got ten. ten. Yeah, you, you got ten. ten. Ten is ten in summer league. Ten yeah. to get in, huh? Or ten to get out? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And what did Jalen Green do? Uh, let me see here. 
Jalen Green. He, he balled. Had 20, he Green, had 25. He, I was watching. Uh, three three assists, five rebounds, one steal, four turnovers. He had he was a plus 17. He had four fouls looking, as well. Yep. He went six for 11. What you see? What, what, what you see, Mark? What you see? What you seeing early, man? I know it's summer league, but what you seeing? Uh, <clears throat> Jalen Green got to get stronger with the ball. Right. Paul. Well, I think he might. Well, spoiler alert, he might be my turnovers came from. Yeah, spoiler alert, he might be my he might be my my favorite for rookie of the year. But we'll say that next month when we start talking NBA. Uh, all the rocket starters in this game had uh, double digit points. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go ahead and head on That's out. That's what I say. But also, jo- Josh Christopher looked real good. Kayon Martin Jr. was balling too. Wow, he signed to Kmart Senior. He's on the Nuggets Summer League staff now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right, so next week, I said we're going to preview the NFC South. We'll recap week one of the preseason. We're going to recap the um, Malice in the Palace documentary on Netflix, and we'll even recap the first week of Hard Knocks with the Cowboys. Um, Are we? Are we? We'll discuss. I'll watch the highlights. Let's see how it goes first. Let's see how, uh, let's see how it goes first. Um, but, but we'll see. But next week, we'll just definitely discuss the – the, the Malice documentary on Netflix. I recommend go look at that. It's up right now, available to be streamed. But <laughs> we'll talk about that next week, and we'll talk Summer League, and we'll definitely will talk AFC, NFC East. Um, thank you all for tuning in again. Make sure you hit the like button on Facebook for, for Sports For You Podcast, Townhouse, Townhouse Media. Also, make sure you um, make sure you subscribe to Townhouse Media on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Sports For You Podcast, Townhouse Media now on Instagram. Follow us. And then, of course, download Spotify, Spreaker, Apple, iHeartRadio, Google Pod, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Verbal, Verbal, and Stitcher Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sports For You. I'm John. That's Nick Freeze. What to do, what to do. That was Mark. <laughs> that's Mark. I'm right here. And that's yes, Ben Ready. And we will Sandy see. Sandy Diego. Supercharger. Good night, folks. Oh, that's I that is... gonna be in the studio next week. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. 
Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.